Hello, everyone. It's me. I am so sorry. This episode 77 of Just Because, the Human Experience podcast. Uh, I had on Kelly, you can find her at Kelly with the big OK um, on Instagram. I had on Javi, saving my butt last minute. Um, then I had on uh, one of our newer brothers at ASU, AJ. And I thought this would be a fun group to throw together in a room and see what happens. Do you want to say anything? No. Do you want to say anything? No. La, 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 la. You say hi. Hi. I'm two. Two. Don't push that. Hot. Hot. Also, a disclaimer. Oh, disclaimer time. Please, don't wear both earphones at the... Don't wear both earphones at the same time. Or don't be driving... Wow. You can't hit the mic. People's ears are bleeding now. Here, you hold on to this. The episode gets super loud. I'm going to do my best. Fire truck. I'm going to do my best to lower the volume. <laughs> With AJ, and Kelly, and Javi, who likes to sit all the way across the room when we record. Uh, we got told by Santa to be quiet. I, I don't even know. This is what happens when um, you get a dancer, a drummer, a stand-up comedian, an actor, and we just, we look like an orphanage of people. Is that a thing? Can we be an orphanage of people? Can we please? I think that's the answer. Just have your hand ready on the volume to turn it up and down. Good look out there. The meaning of life. Go ahead. Yes, episode... Uh, 77. 77. I can 77. do that position, but the real point of Ooh, what we're talking about... Draw that for me. It's a yoga, downward oh, dog. Not a sexual. No, no, that's not sexual. One. That's the point, downward dog? Downward dog, is not downward dog point. Is, no, oh. 77. See, this well, is what he meant be. by derailing. Push. Pull it. Push. No, push. Pull. Oh. This one I was just smiling at, too. See? This this one's AJ. Hi, AJ. AJ's late. (laughs) This is Kelly. This is Javi. I grew up dancing. I heard you're a dancer. (laughs) If we need to have a uh, dance-off after this, we can. I think we have to. Yeah. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) That's fine. She's going to tell us the meaning of life. I've learned the meaning of life, gentlemen. I've been around. I've been up. I've been down to heaven to hell. I've lived in every kinds of ways. I've ripped humans out of my body. I have been a disgusting female in this existence. And the truth is, in all the meditations and all the deepest spots and the highest highs, there is one meaning to life. And you know what it is? And it is seriously so annoying. What is it? Oh, fuck. To enjoy it. Enjoy what? Life. Oh, he doesn't get it. You are, <laughs> you are, you are to enjoy your life. That's it. 
that's all the entity of unconditional stream of love god you know kabbalah wherever you at whatever you believe whatever you see that literally is the true meaning of life to find a way to enjoy it to enjoy it to be in this vehicle of human emotional physical all the pain the stress the traumas that come to you when you're a teeny tiny baby and everyone got all their politics and their schedules and you're just trying to exist yeah so you we learn it quick to like shove it down and okay okay go gotta go right now gotta get the shoes on listen to mom listen to dad do this do have to be a nurse have to be a nurse have to do that yeah right so you have now as you when you finally get that and you're you know an adult you have to break all that down and find a way to just enjoy it it is so frustrating it is very difficult yeah once you set it down then it's not difficult then you can just do it like i do it everywhere i am and you did it right now and i did it right now and i do it every day (laughs) and i find a way to enjoy the large (laughs) objects i find a way to enjoy the microphone just got super hard Um, yes uh, (laughs) and it started off Oh no! We're not gonna. Oh, let's no, just disclaim right now. We're not gonna go into sexual innuendos just because they're funny. Wait, I think I said that for myself. But I, I think we are going to that direction. <laughs> <laughs> we're just slowly on that pathway. Yeah, so it feels like it should be bigger. It feels like you know, it's like you get to the cup, of the grail, the grail of the life. <laughs> The messages, the you messages. know, of what, well, like, you know, what do you think the purpose of life is, Well, Mr. Xavier? What's funny is, as much as I agree with you, I agree with you in, like, a darker way. Right. Because there's this cartoon that I watched that really messed up my life called Rick and Morty. Oh, and my gosh, yes. And, <laughs> and it was one of those things that I just, like, looked too deeply into. Like, you're not supposed to, but I did. My brain chakra got in the way. Wow. Of the heart chakra. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. So you were listening. Good. I always listen. But uh, (laughs) where they're like, everything that ever was, that ever will be, everything that you do, blah, 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 like just everything, it's going to be gone. Like, even if you think about this from like um, a cosmic level, the sun is going to explode one day. That is true. And it's going to destroy our, like, like that's just... Whether it's tomorrow or whether it's in 10,000 years, it's going to happen. Sure. So, like, like all of us on this rock, we're going to be gone. Like, it's like, this is going to happen. So, like, some people, you know, believe in some sort of eternal afterlife mm-hmm. and others don't. And that, you know, that's for each individual to decide. Right. But at, but at the same time with what you're saying, I'm like, well, we only have, at least that we've proven, what we're doing on this rock right now whether it ends tomorrow or whether it ends when I'm 90 or whatever. So it's like, you might as well So you really just find a way to... could benefit from actually just enjoying it. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's one thing that I find soothing about getting to those messages in my silent moments, um, yoga, meditation, just having really deep conversations and having, I call it church. Church goes everywhere with you. I don't go to church. Church comes to me. I, I take church everywhere. Church is when you are real and you're kind and you sit and, and really be it and experience it. Well, let's, let's define kind because sometimes <laughs> you got to put people in a place sometimes. So, True. Con- so. Kind to start. 
Yeah. Kind, there you let's go. Let, let me clear up. Because mama will eat your face off too. Like I, I, I will, I will shiv a bitch in the neck, honey. Like I, yeah, yeah, me too. But when you lay your kindness out and someone bites it, and you're like, okay, and then you can lay it out again because you're more mature, right? And then they attack it, and then it's like, uh, no, I'm gonna say now, you cannot do that. Act that way near right. me, or around me, or to me. Do it again. And that's when there's going to be some some conflict. That check in the yeah, box. Check, yeah. So so that is a good natural step. That's why things go in threes. That's why people say, okay, ready? When I get to three, one, two, three. Or when even in yourself, you warn someone and then they do it again. You're like, okay, really? That's not funny right now. Like I've told you stuff. Mm-hmm. Then they do it the third time. Something about the three. Because mm-hmm. three is a powerful pyramid number. The three, that's it. You shift. It's shifted the energy. It's just like things you can't point out like uncomfortable silences when you're a speaker or on stage and we've talked about this before yeah. Michael that take literally about eight seconds humans can only naturally wait about eight maybe ten seconds before they're like okay come on yeah so yeah what are you doing because if I go all right don't do this <laughs> yeah that was, same, that was like three and a half yeah, I, was like, but I, know, you see I, I already mean? know what's coming and I know the end result so like, <laughs> When I saw this formula, <laughs> but yeah, it's, so it's so it's innate. It's a mm-hmm. natural thing. It's not something that we orchestrated and all got together in a hub somewhere and we're like, okay, all right, you know what we're gonna do is humans. You know, it just sort of That's is. an impression of everybody. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, it's trying to be Vikingish. Yeah. Let me do. Let's do all the time. He's the hairiest twelve year old I've ever met. Oh no! It hit me really I thought like you were at least fifteen. That's very kind. She's so good to me. We've <laughs> <laughs> been friends for years. Yeah. You and you? No, you and you. Oh, we have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I true. Feel the funny thing feeling. is, you guys are saying you and you. They're not going to know who you and you. Pointing like this. You over there. Hey. No, you say about the one in the purple shirt, the you. one in the black shirt. And yeah. That guy. Yeah. That guy over there. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm the only female, so that one will be easy. Okay. The round one with tits. The round one. Well, now that you went that way, <laughs> we're just slowly Bobby. going there. We got some mitts in the room. We got a little mitts, but no other tits. Speaking of rounded tits. Yes, tell me. Go ahead. Oh, no, I didn't have a fault. Oh, you didn't. You oh, just no. had the... I just thought that was... This should be fun, because you guys don't... You all don't know each other, so this this would be really cool. And I, I've been doing this more with uh, random random pairings. Tree, trio wings? Mm-hmm. Pairings. Well, this is the quarterback. I would call it a gathering. If you don't count yourself, then yeah. Yeah, I don't count myself ever. It was That's a trio that one time you weren't here. That's yeah. your biggest downfall. You want to include me first. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then that whole dad memory thing, you'll want to burn that out. No. And just be never. in the now. It's never just now. Happen. It will. No. It Did you will. just turn into Batman? I did. I wish. You don't die. You just cross over. So good luck with that. It's all strings. That's why you got to disintegrate it while you're here. Then you don't take it with, with you. LSD. No, we're not. Oh. <laughs> Wait, we're the drugs oh, coming with LSD. Okay, we're promoting tits, but not LSD. Yes, more like yoga, tits, massage, you know, wait, 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 wait. dance. No, 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 wait, no, no, I don't, I don't promote tits here. Um, no. no, no. Where do you promote tits? Where do you promote? You know. Yeah, because you threw the here, so then that made it a different. I like my own different type of tits, but they ain't up on the top, you know. Uh, All tits are on top. Right? Uh-huh. No. We're talking about like a. You call no. testicles tits? Yes. <laughs> Oh no. 
I regret this entirely. <laughs> I great. think he likes tea bags more. <laughs> We're gonna talk yeah. about tea bags. <laughs> he never feels this way when uh, it's like other people, and then I'm here, and he's always like, "Why did I? Why did I do this?" This time, this is the one time. Uh, how was all of your weeks? Your week? I hate this question. Why? It's Every a good. Time we're here. It's a good warmer upper. I mean, because I'm like, my week was good, and he's like, that's it? And I'm like, oh, God. Then well, you need to put some detail. You don't just make, when you make food, you don't right. just say, okay, I put the food I'm in there. Move this way you need for to you. put seasoning Loud in as hell. Love. He's low as hell. It's just, it's, it's just that. Uh, it's, just, it's just that when we get into, like, the minutia of talking about the mundane activities of, like, like the week. Like, if something happened, like, on Tuesday, I bet, oh, we'll see, on Tuesday, this happened. But... Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever happened on Tuesday did not happen. So it's like the rest of the day is like, oh, you know, I woke up, I grabbed some breakfast. So it's like one or two things stands out. The rest yeah. turns into like just a... a well, that's fine. Yeah. That is honest, though. That's you. Things. Yeah, enjoy what, what, it. That's what, what you fucking said. Yeah, tell me something. <laughs> enjoy me, re- the, enjoy it, asshole. Rephrase your weekend. Or rephrase your question did possibly, Mr. Lobo. Did anything interesting happen this week? There we go. Say, sure. anyone have anything interesting anything happen this week? Did give you a mind boner or a heart boner this week? Not for me this week. Anyone else? Okay. Yes. Here we go. Kelly or AJ? I had both. I'm thinking through my whole week. My week was so busy. Do you need more time? Yes. Okay. We'll go Kelly, me, you, then. I had... Um, <laughs> very extra busy week because I'm a soccer mom now for my eight-year-old so we got practice and prep for the game and she's like into it and she's kicking butt and my little five-year-old's into watching her and I got two baby daddies very very more povich we'll get into the backdrop later but the point is I gotta hustle schedules (laughs) to stay on top of it and I'm fighting for my yoga and I'm fighting to keep this fat roll in honey anyway so I had a very like on top of it week and I'm can't pay my mortgage yet I haven't ever paid my mortgage for September, and I get a late fee after the 15th. And yep. so mama's scraping, yep. mama looking, and I'm like, oh, the 11th, oh, the 12th. Okay, let's see what kind of dollar bills I can get. <laughs> I got prepaid because I clean a house for extra money on Sundays, and I got prepaid for this Sunday because she knows I'll do it. Yeah. And was like, do you want next Sunday too? And I'm like, girl, yes, girl. Give me that Give me that Yes, yes, yes. And then. My friend who's going through a divorce in Austin, Texas, I've been on the helping her through this big shift in her life constantly and giving her really good pointers. And I'm so, like, impressed. I'm good at this shit. Like, I can't believe I help people through really big, heavy times because I've been through so many. Mm -hmm. And so she calls me, says, I bought you an airline ticket to come visit me. We're having an end of the summer party. Me and my friend Jen really want you to be here. I was like, wait, what? I, I just got was so, I just, yeah, like, like the, the universe speaking back to me in a way, no, I can't quite hit that mortgage. I'm real, real close though. Like, and I'm, and I'm selling a few things today. So it's funny. I've been piecing, just getting through, piece it together. And I feel so rich. It's so interesting. Like physically with money and in my account, you know, 119 over here, not 879, but 830 is going through. You see where I'm really at. You know yeah. what I mean? But I feel so rich. Like, I literally feel that dorky-ass sentence when people say, Oh, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm in my, it's not just about money. And I'd be like, oh, fuck you. It is about money. Mama can't buy nothing. <laughs> but I'm so past that now. And it hit me hard this week that I really am rich. I'm rich in character. I'm rich in soul. I'm rich in kindness. Like, I'm rich in love. And it literally folds, like unfolds and comes back directly and gives me 
these opportunities. And like, yeah, I got to work for it. Yeah, I got to clean a bathroom. Yeah, I got to, you know what I mean? Do, do my own dishes, wipe my own ass, do all the things everybody else is doing. Do you get paid to wipe your ass? I, don't I feel like I am now. Someone else, you don't, someone else wipes your ass. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, just the minimum thing it takes to get out your door. Yeah. Then plus all the things you've put on your own responsibility to bring income in or whatever title or respect level you want to have in the world because you can walk outside your door do nothing and stand in front of your house all day and stare at people right and what are you bringing back right what are you bringing back see so i just really went out and went out but all in kid and family and uncomfortable ways hang out with the baby daddy sure he's a little weird but it's cool we're cool we're nice at the soccer games Soccer moms are like, uh, what is up with these two dads? <laughs> I'm like, girl, you want the whole story or you want the nutshell? Which one do you want? <laughs> yeah, and so building like a new click with the soccer people, soccer moms, it's always a little weird. Yeah. When you go in with like a kid thing, but then it's actually adults talking. Yeah, I'm going to hit know? that in a couple of years. Yeah, you're almost there. Yeah. So anyway, my week was extremely spiritual. Oh, super, I forgot this was the question. Super grateful. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I wrap it back in. No, it's kind of one thing I, I do. Yeah. And I, um, I really sealed in my true value of like richness in a new way. So yeah, it was like really good for me. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. I'm feeling great. Uh, have you? Have you guys seen uh, the show Silicon Valley? No. Uh, There's a scene uh, with characters you don't know okay, from good. an episode you haven't seen <laughs> about a topic that you're unaware of. I love where, this. Um, so I'm not big. You know how it's not when you win a competition? <laughs> yeah. When you win it, they give you like big cardboard checks. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. So this team won a check and um, they're trying to they're trying to do their startup company and they won this check and so it's like mounted on their wall. But their company's falling apart, and they're literally like putting out literal fires in their office. And like, we can make it work because they're trying to stream um, a webcam show. And as they're streaming it, they're they're literally trying to fix these problems as they kick up. And the the owner of the house, he's like, "You guys are ruining the house. I'm selling it today." And then one of the team members is like, "You can't sell this. Look how magical this is. We're doing this show, and these problems are coming up, but we're solving them." And he goes, honestly, like, I would rather have $120,000 for selling my house. And um, the guy, his name's Gabe, he points to the check. He goes, look at that. That doesn't mean anything. It has no value. It's just money. And, and the owner looks at it and he goes, it literally determines value. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I just remember thinking, that was the funniest thing. Yeah. Where I'm just, like, I'm like... It says fifty thousand dollars on it. That's exactly yeah, that's, what he's like. Yeah, it has no value. No, I guess fifty thousand dollars. That's the value. But if you were, I kind of get it though, because if you go to a store and be like, "Here's my check," they're gonna be like, that, "We can't accept that." It's yeah, cardboard. This giant you, cardboard. You, right. Yeah. You just put it in the thing. Yeah. Right. Oh, you just have to fold it a couple times. <laughs> Forty-seven times. But uh, oh, no, it was my birthday. I remember that. Oh. Oh, really? Hold on. Wait a minute. What day? How was your fifth? Your uh, little Virgo, Virgo action. Yeah. You're one of those. Oh. I like them. Pisces is the best. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pisces new moon today, Pisces. everyone. Yeah. You're extra heightened today. The new moon and it'll help you. I thought life. you were taller. I wasn't going to ask because you were Thank sitting. You. But Thank like, you. I did notice. That's why. It's because of the new moon. It's because of the new moon. It's me. I'm taller. It's a perfect time to do the old school thing to literally write down anything that you are done with. In your life? 
People mistake me for 27 all the time. There we go. <laughs> I'm 44, and it's funny because I, my uh, I thought I was 44 all last year. I guess I just like the number because on my birthday, May 10th. Okay. I was like, oh my god, I'm turning 45. My friend was this, born the same year. She's all, no, you're not. <laughs> we're 40. Stupid ass. We were born in 1975, and I was like. No, oh, well, yeah, that's my year, but aren't I? She was get a calculator. <laughs> I get know what the cal- says. Okay. Like, get a like, calculator. That's when you just put the hand on the shoulder and be like, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Damn it. But I was sort of surprised I really was locked in. Yeah, you were locked <laughs> in like, on 44. Oh, shoot. I went south on that one. year. But that's kind of nice because now I feel a little younger because now I'm staying the same age like twice as long. Yeah. <laughs> so just say the wrong... Yeah, yeah. I didn't need to. And then to, next though. year, do it the other one. Yeah. 29 is yeah, pretty cool. 20 is very cool. It's when you really start to. <laughs> 20 ain't cool. You no, 20 is it. Well, you're like there, but you're not fully there. Well, you're not a person yet until you're 25. So you're in that in between field of like shedding off the belief system in which was instilled in you and then learning the belief system in which you're learning around you as a young adult. So now they're clashing and colliding. And now your soul's going back in through your spine to figure out what you're really going to be, how you're really going to stand up. What are you doing? I was, I was too What's indoctrinated up? when I was little. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not shaking. So some that. people just walk <laughs> right through 20 exactly the same. But like me, I came from a real white trash slangy situation so there wasn't a lot of yeah just like stability and like you know like even spirituality found that on my own didn't mm-hmm. you know never had like a ton of I mean my mom was very into talking about things as they rose and lived like a Buddhist personality of just the way she handled stuff um, my dad's atheist psycho marine Prison guard. Like two out of three yeah, of that is a religion. Marine. Marine. Well, if you've ever known anyone in the Marines, it is. It's like a religion, like like the Air mm-hmm. Force. Like there's this thing that you know the Brotherhood thing you have in um, mm-hmm. school or even in your youth. And what's that untouched tribe thing? Yeah. So I call it a religion just because it seems that way. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways. But anyway, my whole point is is. I remember all the different flipping and flopping. Literally between age nineteen and twenty two. Just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, the pressure of the heaviness, looking at it, why am I doing this again? Trying to figure stuff out. Yeah, trying to figure stuff out, dance major at ASU, I was in the fine arts program, Mm -hmm. fat as hell, like 220 and slamming the ham hock down, just like... Slam your ham hocks, Oh, I was like a B plus in ballet. No, not here. Yeah, it was good. It was good times. It was rough, but it was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How's your week, AJ? It was actually pretty Did good. Did you think about it? Yes, we gave you a lot. I was really time. thinking hard throughout that whole okay. time. Because <laughs> I was like, 
I didn't think a lot of stuff happened, but a lot of stuff happened. See? <laughs> so, um, I was like, the top of my week is I'm in this one class, and it's like you work on one project the whole entire semester. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a dance project, and basically, we had to present our projects to the class, mm-hmm. which a boy did last minute. We ain't gonna ask why, I just did it last minute. Last minute? Yes, last minute. <sighs> Look, I still got oh, 100% it, on it. I was going to say something. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's when it works for some people. <clears throat> I think, like, just already knew what I wanted to do. I just didn't write it down. So that's, mm-hmm. like, the last minute part. I already knew, like, I want to perform. I wanted to talk about it. And then just talk about me as an artist. But I didn't really have um, it solved. Like, what's it called? Laid out. Not Not laid out, but, like, solidified or something like Solidified. That. Solidified. Solidified. See, thank you. I was going to say liquid solid, but... <laughs> You're close. You're close. <laughs> I know, what's your performance? Uh, 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 I see scientific explosions. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening here? But, um, I went, um, freak. <laughs> what? <laughs> I lost it all in one moment. <laughs> Oh, it came back. Oh. Gambling. This whole gambling. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> My mind is gambling with these thoughts. Um, that hole over there? That's what hole? thought is. Thought is. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, what? <laughs> you don't, laugh, don't act like you don't know what a thought is. What's a thought? That, ho- that hole over there? Oh, a thought. I thought you said a thought. I was like... I didn't hear a difference. <laughs> <in either. laughs> thought, thought. Look, the, the ones that be Kelly's like, working some other booty type of thingy, and then the one who be working the mind. Yeah. I refuse to say that word. It's weird to me. Thought? No. Booty? Booty? No. The, the mind? Thing. Chakra. Cock and balls. Ho? No. Hammock. But the episode Hammock. of that, I refuse to say Cock and balls. The, the booty. Booty. Yeah. I the got booty. you. The male, the male of a JJ. Well, she already guessed it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> love it this is never airing <laughs> I say that every time but it's this one this one's definitely not it's gonna be a different 77 it's gonna be what's gonna happen where are these people where is that the podcast when did we not get it this week damn it I'm so sorry everybody I failed it's awesome I finished the book were you done with your week I forgot about my week. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone from Botswana talk? No. Because Wait, I'm like, is that what the accent is? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. I'm so sorry, people of Botswana. Um, but it was Indonesia this week. Got it. Country. One of my uh, fraternity brothers is listening a to this. Prince, probably he's a prince in Indonesia. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it being that? No, because okay. he's not Indonesian. Well, I mean, you could still be the prince of Indonesia. And not be Indonesian. I don't. I don't think. I don't that's know true. how their monarchy mm, works maybe. well enough to know if that's true. I won't say the, no. <laughs> but, I, but I can't. That's say. where I want us to come. To. I it's understand what you're yes saying. No. I understand what you mean. That's possible. It. It. it is. That's right. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it. That's what oh my God! Yes. <laughs> enjoy it. Have you guys heard of uh, Michael Jackson? This is Silicon Valley. Yeah, uh, I've heard of the Jackson Five, not Michael Jackson. They have a song called "Enjoy Yourself." Enjoy yeah. yourself. That was Stevie Wonder, you stupid uh, ass. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting my phone out for a Google moment. No, it's oh no, it's not, no, it's really not. Uh, I thought I it was just, Michael. Like, fuck it with him. No, oh, it's okay. Michael. 
Look up because I don't think Michael Jackson did it first. I think it was Curtis Blow. I hate you. Did no, it was you not. did this. You did this. <laughs> so I, I I read a book. Uh, no, I finished the book. Is it called I the Breaks? The <laughs> Curtis Blow. On the Breaks. Um, I finished the book. I didn't read a book in the week. I finally finished. Uh, Writing? No, no. Uh, reading. Arithmetic. I understand. Thank you. Uh, and the book is about um, what would you do uh, with your last day? Because they, oh, okay. they call you and they're like, you're going to die today. And they go, uh, okay, fuck. And they don't tell you how or what time. Uh, um, I forgot the name of the organization. But in this world, they figured out how to determine when people die. I don't really uh, want to know that. Well, don't answer the phone, I guess. It was the Jackson 5. It was, in fact, the Jackson 5. Told you it. And they wrote the original Enjoy Yourself. If we would like to get a quick clip just to seal it in. I was like, you're going to get a slap, yeah. $800. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm just going to keep talking about that. I thought you said Jackson 5, not Jackson 5. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. yourself. All right, we're done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I so the book. You finish the book, and people call you and tell you when your last day is. Yes, and then uh, so it just follows these characters throughout their day, and you you could die in the morning, you could die in the afternoon, you could die. Anyone, young or old, good or bad. Yeah, they didn't really say if there was a age restriction, like you have to be eighteen. Because mm-hmm. well, no, because these kids were sixteen, so and they got the call. So so it follows them. Throughout their last day. So, why so, did it, they right. got a call and then they died literally the, right after hanging off the phone? Then yeah, that, yeah, that's still in the day. That's what that sucks. You didn't even get to live out your whole last day. Well, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, they just warn you. The phone could ring the phone at could any ring. time. Mm-hmm. And it could be mom saying, hey, I baked you a cake for your birthday. Or it could be these people saying, it's also your last day. Like, well, the, the hours are from 12 to 2 a.m. Oh, obviously. So if you got a call between those two, it's probably not mom saying, I baked you a cake. Well, uh, maybe, a unless it's your birthday. But, uh, yeah, it's between those two hours. That's awfully specific. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was really... It was so like 3 a.m. if you get a phone call... It's, it's not them telling you you're going to die. Well, if you haven't answered the phone, they'll keep calling you. Oh, that's if you just never answer the phone, is it like... Well, are they're they still going to die. No, no, no they're, okay, not, yeah. they're not killing you. They're, they're just, just telling found a way you. to de- figure it. out when people die. The question is, do you have to pay for this service? No. no. <laughs> you guys are running up on the bill. These bullshit calls. Standard rates may apply. What? Standard rates? Yeah, so uh, it was just oh, trippy because yes. what would you? And then I was thinking, what the fuck would I do with my last day? And then these these uh, these people are trying to think: Do I tell my dad that I'm gonna die today? Do I tell my my lover that I'm gonna die today? Like you just try to figure out: Well, fuck, do I stay inside? Because you think you're safe, but no, you still die anyway. But could it be like a heart attack? Like it could be a heart like, attack. Do you get a heart attack? Be, there's no. Did you like the book? And then you started. I really like the book. Then you started thinking about what would you do? So can I yeah. ask you: Do you know what you would do? So if, if I get the call at midnight, I answer the phone, and then I'm like, uh, "Hey, you're gonna die." Um. I would, uh, it's midnight, so I'd probably go back to sleep. Go back to sleep. If I can. Wake uh, up when you wake up. <laughs> I know. But wake that's if he wakes up. That's just yeah. I slept in. 
that it was five hours. So yeah, the characters found out at like 2 a.m. So then they were like, I'm not sleeping. I'm going to do everything I wanted to do. So then they started going around the town doing stuff. Um, I, and then there's, it was a weird system where every restaurant, uh, they, they know uh, that it's your last day. So you get food for free. You get everything for free huh? on your last day. That would be so, so beautiful. I'd go eat at a lot of places. Try to find my loved ones, hang out one more time. Yeah. I definitely would tell. I would definitely would His tell. Death, he would die from food poisoning. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. If oh, I didn't realize that twist that the, everything's free for you all day, I would go shopping. Yeah. And put on the most amazing outfits and do the best photo shoot of my yeah, life. Right and write love notes to each one of the people I care about so they could have their little fan. Yeah. You frame it. I'm out today. Yeah. I think that would be scary though, because you have to realize you could die. Any type of way, so just right. you doing stuff, like it could be a horrible death. Yeah. It could be like yeah. the worst death ever, and you know it's gonna happen. So just watching it happen, you're like, damn, yeah. I know this is about to happen. Yeah, that is that's so, scary. How how'd you like find this book, <laughs> Greg? Okay, Greg, Greg he uh, I don't know how Greg you see Greg you see yeah. Just because like Greg I don't I don't enjoy reading. No. Do you want to read this book? Is that why? No, I, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't. So when people like go to the bookstore and they grab a book and they're like flipping through and they're like, oh, this sounds. I'm like, like, like it sounds interesting enough that you're gonna sit there, and then and stare at a book. Like uh-huh. that's. And I mean, I'm not knocking it. I love that people read. I just I get so bored, and as I read. My eyes start darting across the page. Well, it's because your gateway is too thick. Your gateway is too thick to let you get in with it. No, 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 no. Gateway of like your brain, like overthinking. No glasses. (laughs) Um, Anyone could do it. It, But but what I mean is like, because there's times when I'm like really into reading and then I'll be kind of out of reading, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's usually because I'm like darting through doing different things. So it's a more calming time in your life when you can read and it doesn't make you just fall asleep, but it does kind of make me mellow and tired. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I have to stop reading or I'm going to fall asleep. But I get sucked into the story and go into it and I didn't, Mm -hmm. I wasn't really into reading until I was probably over 35. Mm -hmm. My point is, is you're still learning and you're still so young, really. 29 is very, very young. So when it is... No, what, so, but like, really, I think it was, I was about 34, 35 when I really was just like, oh my gosh, I just, I'm so excited to sit here reading them all. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah. Okay. No, like you and then I sat down, because like you're too. forced to read in school and you're forced yeah. to research. Well, and, for me, it's not really like that, because for me, I, I had to find a certain book that I could relate to. If I could relate to the book, you're then I could down. read, yeah. yeah. But if it's like something that's like totally off topic, I'm like... I can't read it. Well, that's why you should listen to when somebody, something stands out to you. Like, people suggest things, and it, well, me, everyone has a different thing. It might stand out, and you'll think of it later. Well, I get, like, a fuzz, in, like, a kind of itch in my ear when someone says something, and it's supposed to be for me to check out. And when I do, I totally love it. Yeah. It's, so it's, like, listening, because that's, like, just unconditional love stream, like, literally talking to you through other people, through experiences mm-hmm. to help guide you to things. Like, right now, I want to tell you all I doubt. I don't even know you'll read it. You I'm not going to read it. Maybe. Well, I can oh, see you. Let's not say no. I can see you reading, reading it. And yes. Okay, it's possible it's that possible. I'll read it. <laughs> and I can see you coming across it in six, seven, eight years, not realizing even how... Oh, if you give me that kind of window... That's what I'm saying. Sure, it's definitely possible. <laughs> that's my point. If you're like, pick it up this month. Yeah, no. that happen? The Immortalists. 
theme one was. By Chloe Benjamin was really, really good. Uh, four siblings who, as kids, and they're, um, I think they're on the East Coast, East Side, New Jersey, New York. Are you asking us? No, I'm trying to remember. The four of the kids there, but it, it, as kids. So the story is really about their like older life and how it works, but basically what trips them all up is the they decide to go see this lady down they found out tells you what day you will die and how old oh, you wait a minute I know how this, I know how this story goes <laughs> they're little kids though at different ages so you see how that either that some, someone eh, whatever who knows she's crazy a few of them were like oh my god I have this many days oh my god you know yeah so anyway and just how that actually happens and if it's really right or that's not. cool yeah. so I'm, it was I'm super definitely intense. like a movie person so yeah. like if you told me about that movie it'll probably be a movie I, soon watch too it. my point is is the I moment you so. see or hear the immortalist you're gonna go oh someone told I, me yeah, I've heard about and then yeah. you'll be like I heard about that and you'll probably so that's how it is it's planting the seed because there's things people said to me 20-25 years ago I forgot all about till it was right in front of me recently uh-huh. and then I'm like huh okay now I hear it because you can't always hear or see everything the moment it's happening mm-hmm. but your subconscious does like oh uh, that's true. Like yes. I remember once my mom would tell me something and then I'd be like thinking about it now, it's like, huh, I should have listened. <laughs> yeah, definitely. My parents told me a plan for retirement when I was eighteen. And I was like, why would I do that? I mean I just graduated high school, why would I do that? And I'm just like, God, I wish I would have done that. You know, having an yeah, extra yeah. ten years yeah. from today, an extra ten years of which I would have been saving money, money that's you know, building on itself, and they're like, "We told you." And I'm like, "What made you think I was going to listen to that?" Like, yeah, okay. listening now. Don't, yeah. don't you already start saving for money with your retirement when you start working, though? No, no. that's just social security that's being used by everyone that's older than you. So yeah. by the time you're old enough to get it for free from the state that you've worked towards, there will not be any. You're, you're not going to see it. So I'm you won't see it. it. He he won't see. It. I might see a tiny bit of it because I'm older than all of you. But it is being that's part of the the issue with uh, the political push for all this tax change and shift all the time. Um, it's because of the way it was set up before isn't making sense for how many mm-hmm. people don't work through a W-2 so it can't be collected by the IRS. Yeah. So, I'm going to Social write Security a letter Administration. to the moon. I'm, I'm, moon like I'm done with this. You're not a Pisces, so it doesn't work for you. <laughs> no, no, write a letter to the moon. To. Everyone's part of the moon and the sun. Mm. We can't really segregate. Um, but some, some, some um, constellations segregate. are more sun signs than, you know... That's true, but you have, everyone has the ability, everyone's a female male inside, everybody's yin and yang inside, everybody's good and bad inside, so we can sit here and lay on each side we want in whatever wheel we're at, but it's the same of the trucking circle, that we all have it, we all have it, and it's inside each of us. What was the book name again? The Immortalist. The Immortalist. Okay, so it's so interesting that she started talking about this, this is about the off track a lot. But off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that made me think of Thomas the little the train. train. Yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but um, this is so funny because I when I was little I don't know what was going through my head but I was so interested in Ouija boards. I know people say don't yeah. mess with Ouija boards. Yeah. But no. I wanted to mess with a Ouija board. Leave the room. You brought a Ouija ghost in here? Yeah. Yes. How about Zuzu in here? Yes. Oh, we're fine. 
Keep going, keep going. But literally, I wasn't even if that happens, I'm out of here, like deuces. <laughs> but um, what was I about to say? Oh, before oh, you, <laughs> oh no! But um, when Did I was you? so interested, everyone always kept saying, "Don't ask about the day you die." On there, so that just might so you just that. broke so interesting. all the rules. You just don't care. Huh? I didn't mess with one. Okay, I messed with it twice. But the first time I kept getting Zuzu demon, so I was like, I'm not messing with that. And then the second time it didn't work, so I'm not, I'm not listening. listening. I know I said I was You already talked to me, so if it's attached to me, it'll be attached to you already. What kind of phone is that? <laughs> <laughs> I like a ring. Like, thank you. Thank you. This is a uh, I also saw <laughs> Android. I also saw the uh, the Dave Chappelle stand up. His newest yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. You hype around it. I wasn't a big fan of it. Was it? Are funny? you gonna watch it? Yeah. Okay. Should we not? Does that ruin it for you when people talk about no. it? No. Comedy, not so much. Okay. If uh, it was like, and then he pulls his mask off at the end, and it's not Dave Chappelle, it's Bill Burr, I'd be like, well, thanks for that. Thanks but if that doesn't happen, we're ruining it. But like, if it's stand up, yeah. What are you? Why didn't you enjoy it? Well, I don't remember a lot of it. That's probably what you No! The boy was having a wine night, but like, the whole thing is. You're so funny. The whole thing is, I just didn't like a lot of the topics that he was talking about. Just like means it didn't resonate with yeah. you. Yeah. Like, how he approached them, I didn't really like them. But like, then again, I'm not a huge comedian type of person. I don't find a lot of people funny. Like a lot of the comedians How who like work, I don't find them. I don't find them funny. I'm sorry, but like if you're trying hard funny. and you have the right I don't find this stuff, funny. you're not funny to me. I can't believe you just said what I literally feel most of the time, and I am. <laughs> she hates you too. You hate me too. No, I think you're hilarious, but I literally don't yes. find it. I get. I can smile. Like a lot of some people bring me to smile or just go, hmm. or I'm like this. Yep, I watch like this. <laughs> And then when you I give really laugh, like, yeah, I got no, like, I got the poo in face. I got the poo face, and then I'm like, "What are you doing? Relax. Just listen. Just watch." So <laughs> I don't really like laugh, but also I think it's because I'm a performer and comedian. Part of it's that because I'm constantly like watching, yeah, I'm sure it's learning, very different, di- yeah. uh, differently. But I really do want them just to make me laugh. Just on Netflix, I put it on, I sit down and watch it, and I'm all. Really? I could do better than this. Okay. And I just shut up. I feel like if it's, it's very in more real time, it's more like, I don't know why, but it seems more yeah. funny. But there are some really good comedians out there. Yeah. Why Why you do this? What the hell do you mean by real time? Meaning like when they do it like at the time. So like live. Like, yeah. Like live, live. Like actually like at the time they didn't write something all fully out. Yeah. Cause then it feels like what they're dude? just trying hard for it. Well, that's why I think. But I mean, it's also their, like, like I don't think like plumbing is impressive if my pipe broke and you're like, oh, let me fix it. Like if you went home and you studied pipes and how to be a plumber, I'm not gonna be. Like, I mean, you did an okay job, but, but it would have been more impressive. Though, it's not if, like oh, no, yeah, that's a good point. What a big, but like it's this is their job. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, not really, though. I've been a comedian for 23 years. You don't get actually paid for it. It's not really like a job. It's more of a purpose. I'm very, <laughs> yeah, I'm you get paid a little bit, but not much. That Dave Chappelle is probably yeah. making some money. Well, he is, but he did a lot of ads for stuff. I mean, it depends on the time you came up. But, yeah, a yeah. lot of it, it is interesting. You do get you do get the tickets. I did a one-woman show in New York. And yeah. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Work. yeah, thank you. Yeah. I do. I got two shows this 
week if anyone's interested. Wednesday, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday at the Crescent Ballroom at the Hot Mike. Matt Micheletti's oh. throwing up peeps. I'm going up. And Wednesday at Diablo, 7 p.m. Both are 7 p.m. So do you on not the write, 18th. Oh, uh, go ahead. Well, I was, do you not write out your jokes ahead of time? Not really. I live life. I te- Like right now, you can look at my phone on my notes. I have probably 72 different things that are like, ha, set, idea, making fun of something that happened that day when stuff's really hilarious in real life. I write it down so I can harness that energy. And then I go back the night before and I see, you know, is this a gay bar? Is this a straight bar? Is this a bunch of college students? Are these old, retired? Like, where am I at with my wonderful mix of audience? And I see what's going on. Then I sort of shape my ideas and then I get up there and I let it all go. And then as soon as I stand up there, I don't... I don't recite anything. I'm very um, improv, flow driven. And I've done it just so, I've just done it so many times. And I know my core only wants to lift you up while I'm up there. So I aim for that. So I can tell, like, if I make an Amber Alert joke Mm -hmm. and it's too real because someone, like, just lost someone. And, like, Amber's there. there, Or, like, someone in the audience (laughs) is like, and no one laughs, right? So I can get a gauge. And, like, so there's certain lines, and it's the same lines all humans cringe at. It's like, race sort of warms and shakes people up race can make you a little but really more a lot of people are comfortable talking about racism being a racist whatever it is people for some reason you take it down to like murdering children and abortion people get a little weird see, get a little funny, weird. people get a little weird you know then you talk about right yeah, yeah see and then rape or like amp so you got so it depends on and see i'm a person who can go down here Come on, I can go all the way down. And I can go all the way there. So I ha- I just pay attention to that uh-huh. because the whole point is to lift you up out of your reality and have an entertaining time. I don't really want you sitting there stewing about your life while, you're, while I'm making you laugh. I want you to laugh your ass off because I just did something that either you can relate to because it happened to you before or it's just funny watching me do it because I'm trying to act like I'm Beyonce and shake a double pop or whatever uh-huh. it is that the joke is, you know? Yeah. So, cause I, find, I find what you're saying interesting because respectfully, I, I, I disagree, but you're in the business so you have a better opinion. But like for me... I would say better. It's just different. Or different, yeah. Yeah. Um, more informed. But uh, when I listen to comedians, I love comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. And, and so, um, Michael, please... Me too. Oh. Hashtag um, me too. Hashtag me too. That's Pound what that's about, right? I don't. Me too. Pound that's me. what I, I can't get around how the whole world train. did that. Wait, wait wasn't that Megan Trainor who started that? I don't know who started it, but the pound symbol in front of pound, me too, and the... I always call that and, hashtag. And, no, I understand. <laughs> but it's She's called a hashtag. Call it it's called a hashtag like a fruit fly's fag hag. So I was, you're a fag hag, and then everyone gets a little nicer about words, then you're a fruit fly, you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> so, you know, it's the same mother trucking thing. Like, it's yeah. the same thing. You're just trying to dress up the word. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyway, go back. So, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, and five, six, seven, eight. So, like, I don't think of I don't think of like uh, topics of like cringe or whatever are like in a pyramid. I think of them more as like there's a big barrel, and for you, you take these and these make you cringe, and for you, this different set makes you cringe in a different order. Because like, I think of like abortion jokes and like dead baby jokes as like low fruit. Mm-hmm. I don't really think they're very creative. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it was crazy the other day. I opened up the door and there was a dead baby. And I'm, oh, oh, he said that. And I'm like, 
Well, that has no content to it. Well, no, I, I understand. Yeah, you would have um, to But I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, yeah. like, for example, like, uh, like a dark comedian like Anthony Jeselnik. With me, he kind of misses the mark a lot, or or his jokes just don't really like because like he does a lot of like dark rape and uh, abortion and dead baby and Holocaust victims or, or whatever they are. And I just I think that like when you go for like shock factor, I'm like that's kind of like low fruit to me. But well, when it's kind of like, like starting with a fart joke or an ass it's, it's, joke. Yeah, or like when people or just girls try standing say, up like, and their first jokes about their period. Exactly. I, when they I try know to say absurd things and just kind of like, oh god, I'm so tired because I was at this orgy last night. Pause for laughter, and it's like, why is okay? I mean, okay, but I, I need more. I need to know how right. this is going to be clever or witty, you know. And like Dave Chappelle or even like Tom Segura have really. Um, one of my favorite things is to see, like, when they do a, a comedy show and there's, like, a good joke here and a good joke here and a good joke here and a good joke here. And you're like, those were their main jokes. But then they'll do a joke at the end that kind of loops it back and, like, if that's called a home everything. Run. And it's smat. Like, Tom, Tom Segura did that where he went on this rant and this rant and this rant. And then it was about um, the show The First 48 and, like, how he, he randomly shouts out the word bikes. And he and he does this joke and he explains, he's like, I say bikes all the time. And then he goes on a super long-winded story for like 10, 15 minutes. And he's like, but anyways, that's why I say bikes all the time. And like you're like, holy shit, I totally forgot that's even what we were talking about. Yeah. Because the story was but like again, just to loop, I think it's so awesome. That's how I do comedy. And like no so dead babies little, were mentioned, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it'd what, be the content plus the topic. Right. Yeah, it's, and I it's was not just meaning because you, I, I've seen you, and you do use the whatever the abortion amber alert, but it, I but can not tell you, you just well, no. happen to be, yeah, yeah, but you're not using it just to shock. Uh-huh. Like yours has a nice, clever. It's called uh, experience. Around it. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah so the torture like, and the hell I've lived in, as I said, <laughs> hell those yeah. little fucking tiny hands wanting to throw them in front of moving vehicles. Yeah, yes. yeah. I got you. So you can feel it in me because I've lived it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like if I walk up there and I'm like, I am a black. Woman, honey. Have black people are like, no, you mean bitch. What are you doing? And like, I have a joke that I grew up Mexican because mm-hmm. I grew up Mexican because I grew up uh-huh. Mexican. And then I get into the whole thing. Then they're laughing with me. And the one or two actually Mexican people sit, or, or that had a for a moment like what? Then they laugh, right? Because it's skating that fine line of like, why are you, you better trying? Better bring this home, right? Yeah. Like, why are yeah. you talking to me like that? Standing there, short, Caucasian, blonde, fat, forty-year-old woman. What? You see what I mean? Because everybody lives in this. Oh, let me size you this up. This is their view. Let me yeah. size you up. Let me size you up, right? I, I just don't live that way, and so I am sitting here to say, here, give me a second, give me a chance, and I don't need that much of a chance because I tend to. Ooh, eleven, eleven. Of course, I looked at that right now. Look at the power. Look, 11 11. I didn't even know there dead. was a clock. Anyway, so. <laughs> there wasn't a clock. But what? But, but, <laughs> yeah, it's the feeling of it. It's the feeling of it, and knowing someone has put down the, the, the sweat and the tears, the, the life experiences. I mean, how many drive bys have you been in? Mm-hmm. Too many. How, I, how many drive bys have you been in? Yeah, how many uh, drive bys have you been in? Unfortunately, none. Good. How many drive bys have you been in? More. Where people drove by and shot at you in a public place. And how many drive bys shot at the area you were in? You know what a drive by is? Oh, when yeah, people I know what a drive by is. Yeah. <laughs> and how many, sir, drive bys have you been in? Uh, because of the non disclosure agreement, I'm going to say zero. It's, I, you know. well, the, yeah, I had him sign. So, I had him sign. So he might have been one of the shooters. So I. <laughs> oh, no! 
my point is the funny reason I bring this up is because I'm the Caucasian girl in the room. I've been in seven drive-by experience where we had to hit the ground for real and two of my friends were shot at different times like hashtag real life like it's not even cute but what's ironic about that is the stereotypes people tend to play in their mind before they get to know what's underneath your first layer you like making people in a way woke correct I walk around wake them up yes that's what I do none of that here none of that here none of that happens he doesn't like this that's what I do that's what I do I need you to see more stand up And then get back to I don't it. like stand-up. Okay, but you but you like stand-up. I feel like how I am with it's comedy. I like if it. you pull from your real life then situation. Then you might be in stand-up. Come that's see my they show. They're free. Well, he, and, no, he didn't. <laughs> how did he not? When he's talking about his son going through the school shooting drills. It wasn't yeah, really his about son. that, but oh. was it really like... I don't know. To me, it's more storytelling than funny, you mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because I can see what you're trying to say. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of like the comedians, because I tried multiple comedians on Netflix, because I kept saying like, why do I not find this shit funny? Like, why do I not find why shit funny? Why am I broken? <laughs> Literally. You might not have been beaten down enough. You're only 20. Maybe you don't know yet what's really that funny. Oh, no, I like to understand the jokes, because a lot of... No, a lot of comedians nowadays they make either race jokes. Right. That's like the main topic of totally. A lot of comedians. It's so overplayed. Oh, it's usually about like some type of children, mm-hmm. uh, something that happened to them that was just bizarre and everything. So like, I get those jokes. It's just like, okay, and like, it's not funny to me. Or like, <laughs> I'll get it and I get it so much I'm like, okay, like. No one's laughing. I mean, all all I can say, because like to say I don't like comedy is like saying I don't like music. To to where I'm kind of like. Big. But I didn't like, even I, get into music until my high school year. Right, but what I'm saying is like, you've heard this much music, but there's this much. Right. So to say you don't like stand-up comedy, I'm like, well, you've heard this much and you didn't like it. I, I fully believe that. For those who can't see him, he's doing about eight oh, inches with his <laughs> and then he, and then he did yeah. the <laughs> wide four and a half feet, <laughs> just so everyone could measure big and small. Okay, yeah. go back. So Come on, description. <laughs> the, the world of comedy. So like, there's there's like a Dutch absurdist uh, comedian who does stand-up and like he talks with a sock puppet and it's it's ridiculous. He looks at it and he's like, oh. What do you want to do today? He's like, eat a Snickers. And then he gets the Snickers and feeds it. It's a sock, but he feeds the Snickers. And like, I'm not saying you would find that dumb. Yeah, I'm not saying you like that because like I don't either. But some people do. They think it's hilarious. And like every once, he did get me to chuckle because I was like, okay, like that was kind of comical, just the fact that he did that or whatever. But but I mean, like there's there's prop comedy and absurdist comedy and shock comedy and dark comedy and light comedy and religious yes. comedy. Well, I'm not saying that I don't comedy. like comedy because I like comedy. It's just. A you lot like of comedy stand-up. out there mm-hmm. I don't like because mm-hmm. it just feels too forced. I like something that seems more natural and like, oh, I'm talking to a friend. And if you were to tell me like a drive-by yeah. joke and I'll be like, oh, what? Wait. And then you tell me that. I'm like, yeah, that's going to crack me up. But just having like some random like, oh, I've written this up and I can tell that you've written it up. And then you memorize it to the key, to the key, to the point. There you mm-hmm. go. Key it's, point. <laughs> Come on, connections. There you go, there you go, there you go. There you go. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> She's on my level. Yeah, there were pointing keys out here. There were pointing keys. There's a yes. lot of keys out here. Key point. There was low keys. Key, there was high key. Key point. Key. Yeah. Key point. Oh, there's a car key. <laughs> and key and, just, and 
it's also just to be honest about who you are and where you are. You, yes. res- you resonate. You talk well. You have a beautiful mouth. You could speak all day, but you're not a talker. You're a mover. You feel like I would rather probably, and most people would, watch you dance to communicate, right? Now look at him. Yes. See how he has that whole different feel where he really would talk philosophize and me and for he, hours. Hours. I could see <laughs> and I could see you getting like even though you're not even very touchy feely, like I can even see you getting close where I'm like, all right, man, bring it in. Like do a hug at the end. He's <laughs> out all be very touchy feely. Like, I know, yeah, but I it's very selective. My point is, is you you know who you are, so it's super clear. So you wear it strong, right? And then you're more like literally like water and oxygen mixed in with like beats and music to show people how you feel because you could dance it out and do so. That right there is a, another reason you don't resonate with someone talking, 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 talking. But if I got up and did a dance, <laughs> and I got up and did a dance, and my dance was silly. And amazing, you would be laughing so hard, getting a cramp oh, on your yeah. side, where he'd be all, she constipated? What is she doing? I literally Do you see what ballet? I'm saying? Yeah. The difference. Because so I walked in ballet literally about spaghetti. Right. It was yeah. the most <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> yes, yeah. it cracked me up. So, yeah. like, I get that. I see, feel that. Yeah. I so, you do resonate with comedy in, uh, delivered, I think, in different methods. Yes. Is what I would like, say. You might like uh, John Leguizamo's. Oh yes! Oh my God! Because yes. he's very animated. Oh, he's he does voices. A, he's dancing. He makes fun of dancers too. I love that. It's about his culture. <laughs> he so talks funny. about when he was in Broadway and he was cast as like a crackhead on Broadway. Yeah, like so yeah. much. You think, you think you're there and then your spots in the gutter. And I mean, it's, like, it's yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. All right. And like, like when I, you 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 can tell he's thought this out because he tells it to you chronologically, like. Like, oh, when I was 10, and then when I was 16, and then when I lost my virginity, and then when I graduated from high school. Like, he tells it, so you know that like, he wrote this out. But see, but I it's like so, that when like, I like telling live. Oh, no, I like that when I tell. Like, even, for example, Kevin Hart, he was, I'll say he's the one kind of, like, stand-up dude I could kind of watch. I can't watch he's every single really one. really funny. Because mm-hmm. some of his stuff, I'll just be like, okay, bro, you're, I'm just watching you now because you're kind of short and you're kind of a little bit funny. But, like... After a while, <laughs> <laughs> you're not even short. <laughs> I love Kevin Hart. I <laughs> But like, like for example, his run joke when he said, um, "I took what was it? He was took into a pool by his dad, and he jumped into the pool and he started drowning. And his dad literally looked back at him in the car and said." Almost lost you there, son. Oh, that! Almost lost you there. That you can crack me up because I was like, I can see my dad doing that and just. You okay? You, oh, he actually drowned in type of thing. So like, I can understand that, but like, I just I feel like I need more life experiences that I hear from comedians than like. That's right. Oh yeah, so like, two black people walk into a store, like, okay, what does that have to do with you though? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like relation. I feel like it's kind of exchange in a way. Yeah. So I I just think perhaps you haven't heard some of those comedians that that would like really resonate with you because because you're right like there are comedians who do like like setups like like mm-hmm. like jokes so like in fact anthony justin like we'll do that I'll be like, so the other day two babies were fighting and right off the bat you're like okay this may be funny but i know whatever he says isn't true yeah it's not real uh-huh because he, he's he's say he's creating this false you know environment this false context 
where it's like, okay, two babies would never do that. One wasn't carrying a stick of dynamite. They weren't talking to each other. They weren't skydiving. You know, so so it's like it, you might laugh because maybe it's gonna be funny if you think so, but like it's not real. But I just want to ask this question because it's been on my mind for the longest. The bathroom is down that way and to your left. Yeah. And there's also one here. I wasn't even thinking about that. (laughs) I was about to say, who watched The Office? I just need to know that. I watched The Office, yeah. Watched all The Office. Bye, y'all. Bye. Whoa. Yeah, bye. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Take your straight to the glass. I watched it. I I got that phone call at 2. Yeah, I got that phone call at 2 a.m. This day was my last day. I watched it a long time, so like, (laughs) close to the glass, right? And then I just go. Like, I'm in the office, I look at the camera. Do you not like the office? I hate The Office. I watched it a little bit. I, okay. I watched it years ago, but... I what he's saying, it. I have to get past the first season to actually like it. For one, like, yes. <laughs> but true. I'm like... Not the whole first season, first few episodes. But see, again, you aren't going to think that's funny till you've been in an office environment. I have, yeah. though. I worked at Wells Fargo. But for before. what, five minutes? Two oh, no, I wasn't working at Wells Fargo the whole summer. I was taking a bus that's up there. The whole so that's a whole summer. two months of dealing with those managers. And I worked at a customer. You're talking to people who I've worked in offices multiple times. No, but that's my point. It just needs to be so, like, that's the absurdity of the show. Is it so, like, I've been in the same office for 12 years. I've worked in 18 other offices before that. Like, so the the level of, like, the just doing it, doing it, doing it, and the weird mundane things. I, I just love that, like, not to sound like I'm older, so I'm wiser, but, like, saying, like, I was there the whole summer. That is such a snapshot of just like but that's just half of my <laughs> it is office huge. work because I worked in offices right all but you have to understand places. the relativity like if she says half of my career has been in an office and you say half of my career has been in an office we're the same it's like you've been on this earth half as long as she has yeah, oh. sure I, we're allowed you just kind of keep it lower because these people are studying oh yeah I understand yeah. that you're, you're trying it's okay. cool to have a conversation with you okay thank sorry you, sir. thank you um, it's their bad for trying to get smarter. It's all I'm saying. Don't try. Just do it. You didn't even let the door close. <laughs> <laughs> but just real quick to end up the the comedy equation that doesn't matter who it is, it is when an unstoppable force meets Isn't that physics absurdity, mm-hmm. and they oh. have to overlap at the right ratio yeah, mm-hmm. to hit mass amounts of anything. And so it's kind of like. The same with the five eight drum beat or a four eight drum, you know. It's like, oh, that's him. That's his life. Yeah. Like, Did you know I play drums or? No, but yeah, I felt, I'm, I'm, I felt I'm but I felt felt it when I said when I said it. That's so funny. I would pick that he's musical or musician. Yeah. Were you in band all high school? No, I wasn't in band at all during high school actually. Oh. When did you start playing drums? Uh, when I was sixteen. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And you're still I doing, doing it? like professionally at twenty one. Oh, nice. Like 20, but 21 was when it was like... Regular The gigs. casinos yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. Actual events. Mm-hmm. Oh, you That's play really at casinos? Cool. Mm-hmm. So, I'm about to turn 21. You're going to get me in for free? I'll get you into any of these casinos for free, whichever one you want. Because I don't know if you pay for casinos. I'll tell you smirked. I'll, I'll get you in for free. It's not a big deal. My friend is a senior. Tell the security guard the friend that you know me at any of the casinos, and he'll he'll be like, yeah, okay, all right, come in. We need more security here at the front. Do you know Juliana? Ju- uh, do you have a last name? Curtis? No. Oh, okay. She's been singing at casinos a lot more lately. 
Yeah, it's cool. I play uh, Latin music, mm. so like I don't know like a lot of country groups. I don't know a lot of rock groups. I, I know she does a lot of blues. All of them. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little bit more into jazz. And yeah, stuff jazz R and B. The band blues. that I'm in currently is very heavily influenced by jazz. Okay. Um, and so I am meeting some more jazz musicians, but uh, cool. but no, I haven't actually met that person. Yeah, that's cool. I feel like you will. You made me think of her. So that means yeah, it's possible. It's it possible. Is. I'm not going to say is. no. I'm not going to say yes. So it could be yeah. Dean Thap of Indonesia. Oh, oh that's what I just remembered the other half of my freaking week. I know we're so late tell into me. it. Yeah, 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 tell us. But we did a presentation on artistic showing, and I finally figured out what I want to do in my grad year. What I want to become an astronomer. Oh, wow. And I want to kind of mix dance with astronomy because you never hear of that. Wow, that's a great angle. How are you doing that? First, I need to learn all the. What do you mean? No, that's not true. I know there's dancing in astronomy. How did you see um, dancing with the stars? Oh, you see that recycling bin right there? That was that recycling bin. You're the one talking. You're the one Santa was talking about. That was Santa. I thought Santa was a little more happy. No, it's off it's season. It's Arizona and it's summer. <laughs> God damn it. But I need you to just go ahead and get into that recycling bin for that. Can we applaud my uh, dancing of the search? I I applaud. I'm going to delete that. I'm going to find a way to delete stuff. You know what? We can't post this anymore because of that one. Just that thing. (laughs) You and the stand-up thing. Um, I have questions. Here we go. Go. Where's the most beautiful place you've been? My mind. I haven't traveled a lot. What the shit balls? (laughs) What? That's beautiful oh and stupid at the same time. <laughs> Keep acknowledging that. I it's, love, I love how deep it can be. I love it, but it's a stupid <laughs> answer. So ridiculous. But I love it. My mind. I haven't really traveled out Arizona, so like I can't say I've really lived. I want to go to Alaska this summer. Am I going to go? No, because I'm too broke. But I want, I'm going to say Well, then out of the places you've been. All the Mesa. places I haven't been out of Arizona. I just stated that. There's beautiful places. Well, I've been to Sacramento. Oh, well, I'll say Sacramento. That was more of New a York. beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing the river, the bo- the boats going up and down the river, and seeing greenery for once. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, guys. New York. What the shit? Sorry, I'm the telling... number one podcast in Botswana. Yeah, I'm going to send you uh, Kayla, who is a dancer and is now a spiritual astronomy speaker on YouTubes and VO different places. So I would like to, so I set it up to remind myself, that's all. Cool. <laughs> Where's the most beautiful place you've been? Uh, yeah, definitely New York. Do you have part, a specific? Yeah, yeah I know. Man- Manhattan. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want me to get more specific, yeah. please. What are the Describe it. Even like Times Square or Central Park. Because, like, if you get into, like, the, well, what does beautiful mean to you? Like, I don't, I don't enjoy nature. I don't. Like, I've been to Prescott. I've been to Sedona. I've, you know, whatever. And people are like, but you know, the red painted rocks and those Arizona sunsets. I'm like, I, I don't care. I just, I just don't care about them. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like really tall skyscrapers and and people just everywhere and burr, burr, and people walking in this way and like cars going and I, I, I love that. I love it so much. All the hustle and bustle and business. So all the so, cheese, so like, you see, all the energy. He likes the architecture. Yeah, absolutely. Like like looking at the Brooklyn Bridge was awesome because we don't have bridges like that here, you know. So just mm-hmm. seeing that, I'm like, oh wow, that's really cool. Not that I like bridges. Yeah. But, yeah. It's beautiful. I have three. I have three. They're really 
I'm like, oh, which one do I choose? Which one do I choose? I, uh, my very first one would be when I was at the um, museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in Central Park, New York City, when I lived there two years. And we went up on the roof and looked out, and you could see even, like, the polar bear exhibit through the trees oh, of the zoo that was kind of close. And I was like, oh, my God. So there's, like, a polar bear, all these people every single kind of person around me makes me feel very comfortable yeah like in places where it's not just one type of human like even when it's just all women i get like what's happening like why is it just one kind of person it's weird you know and so it was just a multitude of diversity and then looking out and it's the whole city like you said that landscape beautifulness mm -hmm. that's flawlessness and it was like four forty-five, five o'clock almost and it was fall yeah. So it was like the most piercing, beautiful sunset that reminded me of like Lion King, Arizona sunset energy, that orange, uh -huh. yellow ripping through the sky. And I remember I was like, seal this in right now. Like, Come we're on. never going to experience this again. That was super beautiful. But yeah, uh, another time was when I was having um, a spiritual experience breakthrough and I was with a medium, my friend who's a medium and sees the other side. So a lot of trippy stuff happens when I'm around her. And we were on again a rooftop in Seattle. And I lived in Seattle, Washington. I was there for four years. And she was telling me how powerful I was and how, like, when you trust and see and believe you, that everyone sees you. And she's like, you're so, you don't even know. And I know it sounds so dorky, but you're so popular on the other side. Like, all the angels are like, go, Kelly, go, Kelly, go. Like, she was laughing so hard, oh making God. me laugh. That's creepy. I know. Yeah, Ouija boards oh. over here, mediums yeah. over here. Yeah. Clowns to the left of them, jokers to the right. Yeah, so yeah, we don't talk about clowns. Clowns are freaky. Well, it's real life, and it all, it is, it encompasses all. So whether or not you're afraid of it, it's really there. And so I just did, decided not to be afraid, and then I got this shit scared out of me. Because then I, <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, trying to be all solid and, like, go with it and go with her. And I'm like, all right, all right. She's like, you make all of it because you make, you make, she said, I don't know how to say it, but they want me to tell you, you put a spin on spirituality that makes it seem a little more interesting and modern these days. Mm -hmm. And I was like, thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. And I was all excited. And I look up and like all the clouds, it was so weird. And I know, I don't care if I go to a crazy <laughs> bed, but all of them, no, they all had like eyes, like smiling eyes of like, a, like all these eyes on me. And then I was like. I am sober, right? Like, I'm so... I just had to, like, check myself. Yeah. And so I've seen things that are... Most people wouldn't believe, and that's fine. That's you and your own doubt. But it's like, if, if people who do believe or see it, they'll, they'll, they're like, oh, my gosh, I've... I totally understand what you're saying. So it's... It, th those were really beautiful experiences. And then when I... Ruby Banks... Mm -hmm. When I... The moment I saw this baby that was ripped out of my body, that was one of the most beautiful moments of my life because I let go of like my ego yeah. and everything like I need and I want I wanted to give it all to her and then I was so tripped out about like this tiny beautiful entity mm -hmm. that now I'm responsible for that really is the new me because mm -hmm. they take your everything you know they do yeah, every single thing. Turks. <laughs> but it's such a sweet, beautiful yeah, little no, cute it's... pea pod. Like, you want to eat it, hold it, feed it. You don't know what you want to do everything because it's so damn cute. And that's the only reason you guys have gotten this far because someone loved you like that. Oh, yeah. You know, in the moments you needed it. So I was like, oh, my Love. God. Love. Yeah. <laughs> in the beginning. They fed. For like fed a few me. days. A few days. You they fed, they fed so. me and sheltered me. Yeah. So, I mean. That's close That's enough. love. Bare right? minimum. So, yeah, I have a few, but. Yeah. It is internal I, peace. That's the real answer. I didn't even ask. How is it that you two know each other? We fell in love. 
55 years Fif ago. Yeah. <laughs> he was running around on grass with little kids yeah. first time I saw him. Her and daughter went to my... I was I, her teacher. Oh, yeah. Well, I, we, well we uh, met before. You saw, yes, we met before. We met yeah. before she was in your class because yeah. she was with Robin yeah. and Cammie. Robin and Cammie. Cammie and Robin. Yeah. And yeah, that class. Oh, my God, Cammie. I miss her. But anyway, so my tiny three-year-old, when I was going through hell and pregnant with a baby I didn't want for the second child um, and trying to kill myself every other week. That was dark times. Yeah. Um, I met him, and he was just kind of like extremely oh, uh, enlightened, oh, entertaining, okay. and just very fun. Well, and like, not like, oh, look at that hot dad, but like, oh, my God, he's such a sweet, like, male human being. And so I think I made a joke. I made a joke. No, no, no. Then he made a joke. When I thought you had your girlfriend, you were a girlfriend, boyfriend or something. Yeah, I was, yeah. And I was like, God, his girlfriend's so girlfriend, cute. Girlfriend, girlfriend. so pretty. Yeah, girlfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, me and Serena. And, yeah. And then I saw you two girls partying. Anyway, so I... <laughs> But we just sort of made yeah. a rapport, and then it was like we liked seeing each other crossing in the hall kind of thing at his preschool, and I was just a crazy mom. And then when Ruby was in your class, that's it was like fell in love, and I'm like, why are we not friends and hanging yeah. out outside of here? He's like, no, we are. You should be on my podcast, and let's hang out. And so we, yeah. he's come to a few shows, so we've just built our own friendship. Yeah. And then um, my Lola, my second one, was in his class again. He fell in love with my Lola. So you had Ruby? For a year? A year. And Lola, Lola for, for a year. A year. Yeah. yeah. Jeremiah had her two years. Kids. I have everyone's kids. He has my mentor kids. But he needs to be, well, he does need to raise them all because he's one of the kindest human beings with the deepest patience out of like so many oh, yes, people I've met. Oh, yes, deepest patience, yes. I agree with that. I, well, you just turn no, on I, yourself and so that's yeah. what's safe about you. You will never turn on a child. Like yeah. you just turn on yourself. Oh, so there's not a lot true. of humans you could say that about. Even me. Like sometimes I'll... I'll you strike sing. a child. You know, I've, I've I will. pictured it. Mama, bear you out. Chicken on, heart. I don't know why I'm doing this, but it's your freaking birthday. See, he would never do that. Like, ever. You know? So, and I can feel that in his soul when we met. So I was just like, oh my God, I trust you with everything. Here's my keys. Here's my kids. Here, what do you want? Take it. Yeah, I even bought you breakfast. I like you to did. surprise you. I would surprise <sighs> you. None of the parents do that now. This no, year. they all suck. They... They're selfish. None of them do it. They're all focused. <laughs> He's, He's happy. Happy. I don't know if they listen, but... You haven't gotten, you haven't gotten any I haven't gotten, uh, love like I give? That's beef. No breakfast sandwiches, no. That's lame. No donuts. No, donuts. no random donuts. <sighs> no donations of just random fun stuff when they, people are getting donations? Of no. Even then, it's oh still, it's still I Sam and you. Yeah. Like, I always give you guys our dress-up stuff. stuff yeah. And, Shady ass. Watch one of them text you. What you say about me? Me at the light pole three o'clock. I'll tell you what I said about you, honey. I'll get down in it. Tell Javi to find me. This past weekend I was in Botswana, and we were listening to the podcast. Party in Botswana. I love it. We had a listening party. They are the number one podcast. Um, I'm sorry if that's not you guys in Botswana. Um. I went, I've been to Seattle, New York, so uh, oh, I'm yeah, say you those. Answer the question. Answer, but I love those two places, uh, so the, that eliminates my answers then. Um, but I've been to Hawaii, so then um, oh, nice. just how green and the water, mm -hmm. which I don't see here, with, when, when you said finally to see green. We live in a desert. Like, yeah, we live in a desert. Um, that's what it is, Indonesia. Uh, and it's just untouched. It's just, there's very uh, small roads. Just bare Not minimum. Not lots of just man barricaded yeah. things everywhere. Not a lot of yeah. buildings. Um, and if it is, it's made out of 
trees and rope. The like, resorts. Yeah. I love rope. Well, yes, and then there's the resorts. <laughs> and then there's yeah. a random giant building. Yeah. You're all, whoa, you're next to that bamboo house. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that was, it was just, it felt amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why did go there for the volcanoes? I've been there once. It was Not weird, though. I was 19 and went with well, my dad. And it was odd. I want to see you erupt, too. I won't be, like, on the island. I'll be on a boat. But I want to still see it erupt. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> would you rather lose all your memories uh, from birth to now or lose the ability to make new memories? I would lose all my memories to birth from now because I already forget, like, a lot of my childhood. So I was like, there's not a lot that I'm going to be kind of forgetting. Hmm. About you guys, Kelly, Harry. Oh, that's I'm so in the middle of my life. And yeah, that's <laughs> a I'm like, Hold on. based off of like your age, like like this I was twelve. A... I don't care. You right. Know. If You'd I could keep, if I could keep the last four, I would erase everything. But I need the four. The last four, my life started finally really getting good, okay. and I have to remember those things to stay clear. So I. I'll trade and, you. You can keep the yeah, last four. If I can four, keep the last four years. But then years, you don't get to have. Anything before the, that? No, no. The last four of your life. Perfect. Cool. I'll Good trade. I accept yes. that. Hey, you morning, you wake up, you just forget everything that you did yesterday? No, no, no. No, no just from, from right this from point forward, this you just question. can't remember anything in your past. It's just blank. So oh, no, you can but, only but create can memories make... from here on out. So you could create a memory about this today, and then tomorrow you could create a memory, but you ain't got nothing before 9 I know, but you said if you could keep the last four. Years. Years. Then and he, then at the end of the last four, you can't keep. That's called Alzheimer's. I'll yeah, that's it. Alzheimer's I'm doing anyway. It. That yeah. means you just don't have any memories. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't say the same thing I in a different I, way. I, <laughs> try to be educated. I don't know who you think you are. Being an individual. This is I'm sorry, out of college campus. Oh, wait. Santa's going to Oh, my God. Santa. You're right. I felt it right at the same time. I we all have fun. <laughs> What about you? Just, you answer. You answer. Twenty nine. Tell me. Uh, Tell me. I think. I think for mine. No. <laughs> too low. Too low. I think, I think for mine. I think he's starting to talk. I, I, I think that for mine. Um. When I live. No. Uh, <laughs> I just know what he is. Greg and Jeremiah just swerved their cars. I. I, uh, <laughs> I would. It would be difficult, but I would get rid of everything before today yeah just so I can make new ones just because I'm sure I'm gonna have more interesting yeah things going to ahead. come into my life that's right yeah you know that kind of a mess up no it's kind of a negative for me either way because I have homework so if I don't remember the homework <laughs> that I have in the past <laughs> my grade drops if I don't that's remember my, no memories that's a good either, point because you my grade drops <laughs> So this is just an I, wish I, were you know. you, I just wish I were you and had your problems. Is all I gotta say right now. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Here If you could have, like um, there are these things called video cassettes. They were like movies. Shut up. Uh, I know what a video cassette. I have oh, yeah, Care Bears on okay. them. So, so if you could have one where you could, I guess this isn't really a question. So like for me, twenty nine years erased, right? Erased from my mind. I have no recollection, but I could watch it on the tape, and I see me doing things, and I'm like, I, I don't know who those people are. I don't remember you have doing no connection that. To like, it. It's it's nothing to me. I think that'd be pretty interesting. I wouldn't want that because be then people yeah. will be able to see private moments. You're not selling it. It's but that doesn't mean tapes. humans break into places. 
That this always a negative to a positive. This never goes no different way. Am I right though? Blockbuster on accident. But there's gonna be there's always gonna be social media now though. But see and that. That only matters to people who care what other people think. So I don't connect with that. So I don't care what anyone thinks about See? me. It's all about what I think about me. And so, and, and as narcissistic as that may sound, the truth is you live a lot lighter when you do not care because people aren't worried thinking about you the way everyone's caught up. See, I'm not worried thinking. about what they're thinking. Yeah. It's more, I like my business being my business. I don't need you being in my business because it's my business. Right. Type of thing. So it's like, I don't want you getting all up in my business. I would do that just because I want to watch all the stupid things I did when I was a child. Because I did a lot of stupid things. But you would protect them in a vault. Yes. You know, locked in a vault. <laughs> I'll get you a little safe. No. Nobody's getting in. Uh, what's the best thing you got from your parents? Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. We can indeed. I can. Well, I was saying, because I'm ready for this one. But Go. Um, so... Growing up, you know, like dad was a disciplinarian, mom was the nice part, whatever. And so I think from my dad, I got like a lot of um, resilience because like he would say things that I'm just like, why are you mean? Like, I just don't know why you would say it. But like, it's because it's it's mean in the sense that it, it it's not really necessary to call your kid like jello tits like like, there's, like like it's like that's that's not it's not productive. character building it's yeah not, there's, there's not no productive. lesson right there there's you know not, no lessons there's just no lesson there but through the, through the abuse through the amalgamation yes. of all the all the the facetious names he called me as well as like the, the that's good called things. verbal abuse for everyone listening yes verbal abuse yeah throughout it's all the thing. verbal abuse um i hate a moment <laughs> um, throw all over, but it, like it, it. I don't mean to say it makes you stronger. It just it makes you less sensitive because I feel like sometimes people can be overly sensitive. And from my mom, I feel like I got the ability to acknowledge that people are sensitive, right? So like, my dad may have called me names, and my mom might have been like, "Why would you do that?" So I think I got like this very healthy balance where. Compassion. Yeah, the compassion from her is is very much instilled in me. Where like, if if something's bothering you, and my dad might be like, "Why would that bother? Like, toughen up a little." I could give you that if I felt that's what you needed. But if that's not what you needed, and you needed some understanding, and you needed someone to listen to, and you needed someone to kind of help you contextualize what you're going through, I got that from my mom. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a very healthy balance of both. Like, you know what? You just need to toughen up today. You, you had a rough day and you're kind of a little whiny. I don't know what's going on. Why are you but, looking directly into my soul? But <laughs> you need to but, but you suck need it up you versus up. other things. And I'm like, you know what? Like it's, it sounds <laughs> like a really big video. challenge. Like I, I think this is a really big challenge that you're going through. And, and I think that you can kind of handle it this way. Or even if you don't want my advice on how to handle it, the fact that I can just kind of hear that out and be like, oh, no, this is a real problem. This isn't fake stuff or whatever you know yeah. so that's what I, that's what I think I got from my parents that's cool and it's awesome jawline but that's 
Yeah. Yeah. I've slowly over 29 years ruined. So. <laughs> with the jello. With the, the jello for my kids. Just slowly moving. You've been massaging your tits. Next moving the bill. I told you, we're just slowly getting off that path. We're coming back. It's a home run. It's a home run. That's what we said. Call back. What's your? For me, I would say for my mom, I got my selflessness. I always put people in front of my own self. It's such a bad thing. Because in a way, it's a positive thing and a negative thing. Because, like, I'm always going to look out for you and make sure that, like, you're safe and you're okay. But then again, I'm putting you first when I should always be putting myself first. It's not narcissistic people who think it's narcissistic. I know. I have to clear that up too. (laughs) But, um, and then with my dad, I'll probably say... I think more of just like I when Charles happened. Let me come with my dad. Wait. Whoa! Spirit flies. It went just off. Just off the wall. We have. Your happiness is going to ruin our show. That's so racist. Do you see these giant blue blurbs? That's you. I'm blind. You need to. I'm sorry, my contacts are not in. No, you're fine. <laughs> he seriously he says, once the doctor's dead, you start clicking. No, that's not what I did. <laughs> it makes me think. It's dead. Because they're like, one, two, yeah. three. Everything's like a, a, a sound. A yes. It's not really a word or a number, it's a sound. It's like, uh, cow, pa, ta, ta. You got that? Go, go, uh, on the five, go, boom. That's how you talk. That's, uh, so when we would uh, stroll, like, um, it's like fraternities and sororities dancing uh, <laughs> together in unity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'd compete, Jeremiah and I, and Serena's a dancer her whole life, and Jeremiah's also a dancer his whole life. And Serena's very, um, she has her way of dancing, and Jeremiah, and so when we try to fit moves to the beat in strolling, uh, Serena would work it out, and she goes, it's like this, and Jeremiah goes, I thought it was, because there's that underbeat, right? There's that beat, Serena goes, what the fuck are you talking about? It's one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. He goes, yeah, but it's like one, two, three, and the thing is, that's like more of a conservatory type of dance, and then more of like a hip-hop. No, but Serena did hip-hop. Also, but it was it's just interesting to but see the how way the two, you learn them. Yeah, yeah the like how you them. start off your dance career is how you go throughout the yeah. whole way. So it's like True. that's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I sided with Serena every time. Um, but um, back to um, what I learned from my dad. I think like <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, um, oh my god. So for my dad, I think I got the whole idea of like if I give you a job. I don't expect kind of like excuses with that. Just try to get it done to your best ability. I'm gonna understand like you can't it, get everything perfect. Like endurance to keep going. Yeah, but just try keep going, guys. Don't just say, oh, I came out of this one position. Come out of this position. This position. This position. This position. Think out of the box in a way. So I think that's what I got from my dad. But once again, that comes out of negative view because a lot of people don't like thinking out of the box. They just want to do it one day. And I'm like, not like a negative view for. Dumb, but it's more negative for me because I get irritated over it. Because I'm like, why didn't you do this or this or this or this kind of thing when I'm already thinking out that box? And I don't realize that others don't think out that box. Yeah, being, being patient with how humans are is the trickiest part of life. Being patient with 
how and who people are around you in your age group in your family is is one of I would say the trickiest aspects of being a human being mm-hmm. um, what I learned from my parents for one from my mom who is an orphan I uh, didn't have any parents so I think that's also why we were so scrappy um, and we're thankful for very little we had but my mom definitely I want to say wisdom first super uh, empowering to help you like stare in the mirror and help you support your own self so she and so support wisdom and support she really helped me feel supported feel loved even though I was crazy and everyone was like oh you're crazy you're too this too that I mean whatever T.O.O. could go in front of everyone called me I'm too loud too quiet or too sensitive or too this or too that or too that too that too that, too that. you're too fat but you're too good you're too on the rhythm you're too this I'm just like oh too my gosh too this and too that yeah too yeah. this too that and I'm just like uh, actually I'm just me I think all of you you're have too a- you I'm, I'm me, and I, and, I have, and in the moment, I remember I was almost like 15, I really realized, you know what, this is all of your problem. Yeah, I'm existing. Like, I, I, I exist, I, I have the right to be me, I'm here, I don't hurt people, I don't cause pain, I'm not even doing anything illegal, or like immoral, like just step off with all the opinions, and so uh, open-mindedness came in from that, so those things really came from my mom, and my mom was like, yes! Yeah, and you know what? You were, even though I said those things, even though I said some of those to you too, honey, the truth is I don't even really think that. You're turning into such an awesome person. You weren't too anything. So then my mom really Did decided she that to... At you? Oh, yes. You're an awesome person! Yes, yes. And she was always in a hurry because she was like working three jobs and had three kids. I mean, always this like, you know, in a hurry sort of thing. And my dad, I grew up with my parents divorced my entire life, so my dad was the weekend dad. But my dad, um, I don't know, now... Interestingly enough, what I've learned from my dad is forgiveness. Because forgiveness, uh, no matter how you throw it out, is for yourself. It's not for anyone else. Mm. And so I've really learned real forgiveness, forgiving my dad, um, just for being insane to other people right next to me. And it would like hurt my feelings, but I didn't understand why because I was so young or whatever. And then just when I had a baby with a different man and was technically married, but in a horrible like situation at the time, I mean, he just shut me up, basically called me a whore and turned his back on me. And I was just like, wow, after all these years, he had affairs on my mom, moved out three, four times. My brother and sister didn't talk to him for years. I was the only one who stayed in my dad's life, his entire life. And he even said things like, I can't believe you're like my best friend. You're my daughter, but you're my best friend. And you can open your mind and understand who I am. I was like, well, because I'm not worried about that. You know, we all, all make, being a human's hard. You can make different choices. So when I dare make like a ugly choice in a sense or bad choice because the way it all laid out, it looks bad. But everyone's with all their opinions staring at me, mm-hmm. shooting arrows at me, throwing rocks at me. I just stood strong because I knew... What I, I already had my own guilt. I'm the one who's got to live it every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm the one who's got to wear the A and walk in the crowd. I'm the one who's got to raise these babies and totally. It's a book. So I, I guess in me seeing that he did to me what I would, I never did to him, showed me how much more I rise above, and I really don't judge people. I literally feel 
Like everyone deserves forgiveness till mm-hmm. the end. I mean, it's going to be a little hard if you're just murdering people one after one and being insane. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I have a hard time with that, don't do that. But yeah, don't do that. But don't other than that, just emotional stuff, you know, family stuff, words, things like that. Yeah. So anyway, I really learned forgiveness. And also just tenacity. I feel like that's the hardest. Balls, thing. baby. I got balls, <laughs> baby. But I think I taught myself that part. Yeah. I probably am one of the most ballsy people I know, and even in my own family. Mm-hmm. And when I mean, we go do stuff. They're like, babes. That's they all call me babes. Babes, you go, go check that out. You go first. Go. The yeah. ones who yeah. like, I I'm need always, you to do this. I'm a, yeah, I'm always like that. Let me, let me just figure this out for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can handle like any. Oh, yeah. circumstance any kind of person any event so I, I used to think that was you know when I was 20 and 24 and 29 and even before I was 32 or 31 I would think oh it's just because I'm a freak I'm a freak now no 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 I'm not a freak I'm completely sovereign and I'm content and I am here at a place that most people are fighting hard to get to mm-hmm. or they're jealous of or they're X Y and Z or whatever they want to fill in so I flipped a script in my mind which is the truth and I not like I don't have a lot to learn. I don't have a lot of work to do. There is no like trophy, but what? it is. There's, there's, no, there's trophy no trophy. Uh uh-uh. uh But it's the just lighter. But it's lighter to live. Can I and again, I feel. I'm here. What? I mean, I feel. Because I'm paying you to be here. I'm not paying no, you to. Though. No, you're not. <laughs> you don't got no. Um, I need that fifteen an hour trade. <laughs> I like trade, boo. Let's talk about who's trade. What's trade? What can we trade? Look, I got a car over there. If you want yeah. to give me a better one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, what did I? What? Um, we were poor, so that was cool. Well, last time you were on, I was complaining about a coworker mm-hmm. giving me shit for not taking my kid to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. This oh, happened. I remember the Disneyland. Yeah. You need at least you shit for yeah. well, you need a minimum of like five hundred dollars, um, and that's staying somewhere for free. Yeah. My God. And then uh, this happened again yesterday. Me and a coworker of mine. Um, she's eighteen, so you're off the hook as being the youngest in this bubble well, of existence. And and she she was just saying I think it's sad that you're not gonna take this. I said I don't have money, and she said but I mean it's fun it's worth it it's fun. Like oh but you 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 don't because she said well my parents helped me out a little bit and I said what do they pay for like what what in your life said they pay my rent they pay my phone they pay for my car so everything to exist really in this modern world. A car, a phone, your rent. So she pays so what? She for pays like nothing. her panties and Groceries. her food. Uh, if if that. Yeah. 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 Wait, so, see, are, are you even, saying that you're never taking your child to Disneyland, like? Or well, just no, not until you have money. Yeah, not until I have money. Like, well, because I didn't really have the context where like they're mad sorry. At, at me not taking my kid, and I'm like, he's a baby. Like, well, no, there's even that him? too. Is that you should take him when he's young to believe in magic? And I said, why? Why? I could take him when he's older. And it's still fun. Uh-huh. And when we've saved enough money. But I keep getting shit like, no, you're... And well, she kept saying, well, it's sad. I said, I don't think it's sad. It's well, just... Well, honey, then well, hand, hand then me $500. Said, yeah, and that's I would have said, well, honey, do you have yeah. the money to take my kid mm-hmm. there? Yeah. No? Okay, then be quiet. Then. She, and then right. she says, well, I mean, you're not poor. And I go, no, I am. And she said, but you work full time. I said, just because I work full time doesn't mean I have just have money. Yeah, this person doesn't understand. And so I, she said, but where does it go to? And I go, student loans, car, mortgage, groceries, baby, uh, insurance, cell phone, yeah. it, Wi-Fi, panties. electricity, Internet, my panties, yeah, all of it. Uh, Serena's yeah. panties, like yeah, inter- yeah. That's wait, wait, where wait, my so money. Buy her own panties. My panties. No, she doesn't buy her own. 
So she does, but I also us. buy. Yeah, I he buy. pays. Yeah, yeah, but she also buys her own. Because she has a job too. Yes, there's at least two incomes. There's two of you. That's that's key. That's helpful. The funniest thing about you talking about this because. You already know, like this year, I'm starting to pay bills for the first time, and I never realized how much it is a struggle yeah. paying bills. Uh huh. On until time, make money ahead, overlap, yes. not get the late fees. Car insurance, mm-hmm. phone bill, literally mm-hmm. by January. You adulting, look at you adulting. Literally, because, like, yes. okay, so I had the option of getting off my dad plan, which I was originally going to do until I realized. I was looking at the plans, and they'd be trying to fool you. They'd be like, oh, four lines this. And I'm like, okay, so if I get my line on there, is it still going to be at this price? No, you have to read those little small little imprints, little things to figure out the f- true price of it just for one line. So I was like, that wants some $100 and stuff just for one phone. And I, I'm not doing that, so I'm sticking on my dad's line. But he like, texted me saying you need to pay on, on time or your phone's getting turned off. Mm-hmm. He riding you like a real bill collector? Yes. So he helpful. Car insurance. Yeah. Still this issue bill. Yeah. While I still try to yeah. do full school. It's hard. While I try to do full work in handling fraternity stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. I see why adults just don't feel like dealing with people at the end of the day. Oh, why, they, why they go mad at me? <laughs> I was like, I was, talking about my I was like, yeah. I'm sitting here. I may not look like I'm going crazy, but in my head, I'm going crazy. (laughs) Like, I'm using a planner for once, and I'm against using planners because I'm so stressful looking at. But I'm using a planner. Well, look at it in your own way. Don't think of stress when you open it. Think of it as your future. Yeah. My future is stressful. It's seeing all that stuff. Well, Well, that means you want it to be. Or just enjoy it. It It is what it is. But yeah, so as she's going off, I just, I, every time she said it's sad, I didn't feel like it was sad because we were raised very humble. We right. and oh, it's my birthday. What are we gonna do? We'll get you pizza and that's it. Like, oh, but I want a party with friends. No, that's not happening, Michael. You're not getting that. And so, like what you're saying, kind of made me. Uh, oh, you didn't say colder, but it made me colder. And I, I know it's necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make my make sure my son is happy, safe, fed. Mm-hmm. And so I don't need to take him somewhere. I mean, I will eventually. But at two... Without creating traumatic emotional issues Yeah, not like going into debt just to get him there. Right. And, yeah. That, that would be it. And anyways, it wouldn't matter... If you took him now, he wouldn't remember it. He wouldn't so, remember it. Like, if you want to take him to Disneyland, at least have that Your memory. baby is free, under one year old. Oh, so, good. I missed the pipe. Yeah, I was like, I missed <laughs> that window. Well, no, what I mean is, I didn't know that until I was... Uh, plan and I got money from my family because they're like Ruby wants to go Ruby wants to go and Ruby was yeah three and a half almost four mm-hmm. and Lola was still a baby under a year old and then when I found out babies under one were free mm-hmm. and then it was only going to be three hundred dollars for the entry fee instead okay. of four hundred yeah. and I was That's like okay <laughs> let's do it now well Ruby remembered it and what's so funny about that and I remember even like struggling like they're too young I should just wait till it's worth it till it's worth uh-huh. it right because that is true because it's not really in there well Ruby brings up to Lola about her being a Disneyland when she was a baby and Lola go at who knows I mean I believe kids even though what they say is so sometimes just out of this world but I do believe them because they see all sides of the parallel universe they're not caught up with all the proof Proof has to be real. Has to be proof, or I can't believe it. Has to be right in front of me, or I can't believe it. That's good like all the human, yeah. Especially this one. <laughs> it's us. And unless it's like proof, I can't. I can't. It just hurts too much to be outside. It hurts too much to believe in the ethereal. So Lola will go. 
I remember laying in the stroller and watching you at Disneyland. I'm like, that's literally what you did. You were like five months old. (laughs) Are you serious? Did you just, is that coincidental you just said that? But like part of her nose. Anyway, so she's gone again as, you know, four-year-old and uh, says she remembered stuff as we were walking around there, which is just interesting. It's here nor there. But my point Mm -hmm. is, so so some part of her did enjoy it. Granted, I didn't take them. It was family money that caused the trip you know and I still today couldn't afford it but in about two years I'll be able to actually just do it take them mm-hmm. and that's a good time because they'll be 10 and 7 yeah, yeah. Because I, my, my thing is like if you never take your kid to Disneyland ever and someone comes up to you and is like you never took that's really sad like if I was in your shoes yeah. that's like, their issue not okay. that's their issue yeah 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 I, mean, I gotta be honest, I don't think it's sad. If he, if he wants to go, he can go. Right. I well, mean, a good not response. Not him going, I just, I just never took him, I don't know. Yeah. And a good response would be, well, it sounds to me like Disneyland's important to you, so maybe exactly. you should save exactly. money to take your children to Disneyland. Yeah. Because it sounds to me like that really matters to you. It That's all I would say. always have to be Disneyland. Yeah. Because yeah. I know for me, when my first trip when I was little, I didn't even go to Disneyland. I still haven't went to Disneyland. Do I have the... Real, do I really want to go? No, because no, it's, it's like super expensive. There, yeah. And it's like, it's just rides. But like, the whole thing is, for me, I went to a mall in America. I went to that little amusement park yeah. up in Mall in America. Had that Legoland when they had Legoland yeah. there. And I had my day. And yeah. that was like the funnest thing ever. And I was like, that was better than Disneyland. So I still don't have a care for Disneyland. Do I still want to go? I just want to go for Star Wars. Just so I can see that emerging because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. But like, mm-hmm. Like, I'll, for I'll get super drunk and put him in the passenger seat and drive. Like, that's exciting that's to me. That's Disneyland. That's Disneyland. And I'll Disney. play Moana soundtrack. You can't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. Be We can't say that one. <laughs> we can't say that one. Is he really? No. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, oh, shit. Next one. Fuck balls. If you could create uh, one reality TV show, what would it um, be about? One reality TV show? I would probably do my uh, clan of 14-year-old special needs kids that I hang out with uh-huh. who uh, really don't want to be treated very different. Yeah. And then even sometimes people treat them over special or like dog them. It's like, why can't we just be just with everyone them, yeah. else in the same and uh, have them do like, like the shows I've done a few of, um, getting them on stage if they want to read or do a magic trick or sing a song and let everyone be who they really are. I would do focus on that and like from the point of view of a um, sort of teenager in this day yeah. and time, I would do a show about that. Okay. I don't know why that was my answer, but that's probably what but I do. But it's the correct one. But also, I've had friends say, why don't you just have a camera on you everywhere you go? Because people crack up everywhere. Like, every waitress, every police officer, Santa's whoever. Santa's always yelling just at you. Con- Santa's always yelling at me. Different, at you. Yeah. And so, I don't know that I would be interested in a show about me. That seems kind of blah. But I've, I've heard a lot of yeah. close friends tell me that. Just because I live very unlike most. Yeah. I think Coffee? I think maybe if I were to create a show, I'd probably do something where like you get like strangers, maybe like six of them or something. <laughs> I already know where you're fucking going. And you get them to live with it, live Shut together up. and see what happens when they start being fake and they start being, being real. Stop being polite and start being real. Don't tell me how my show starts. 
Let's see where he's going with this though. Let's see, there's one male and a bunch of women, and he gives a rose to a woman. Oh, a week. He got the bachelor. Yeah. Oh, it's been done. Never mind. Okay, uh, so they're on these, they're on and they start dancing um, with, with each celebrities. Other. With celebrities, yeah. Dancing with and other stars. No, um, I don't know. To be honest, like we have three minutes. Well, like the, the reality shows that I would create they exist. I mean, I don't know if right. that sounds boring or not. No, no, no. Well, I would like fun. to create the real world. I, I really recreate like it and make it a little more real. You know, yeah, the real, real the world. Real, 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 real. That's no, because there was a shift when it was just like super set up. Yeah. But before it, I felt like it was genuine. It was a little more real in yeah. the beginning, the first couple rounds. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it would be something along those lines, to be honest. Yeah. AJ? Um, for me, I think I'll do the point, like, a real kind of, like, show for African-American dancers and being LGBT, being straight and everything, and just seeing, like, how they go through the world. Because I know with me being... Like their uh, bird's eye view. Yeah. Like how they're like, really seeing. With me being LGBT and being African-American, and then with dance being such a more not as language like, not like the language but just how like the dance world is not really as diverse as it should be just because of just the ideal of everything which is more getting there it's working this way over to being come on more becoming more diverse but like just seeing how you go through that pathway because like i feel like a lot of people don't have respect for dancers like when i mention i'm a dancer at asu some people would be like so I didn't even know that was a major, like yeah, because it's not a dance school, it's not a conservatory, yes. it's not a Juilliard or something. Yeah. Yes, and I'm like, that doesn't mean that we don't do stuff. I think like that's I'm a lot of the, busy. the arts. When I'd say I'm, I'm an actor, they'd be like, well, I know, that's a thing. It's just because there's 17 zillion of you that say that you, me, all of us, so many people, and then there's people who really are it, and then there's people who just like it or kind of are it that are saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just because there's so many. I do. I also feel thing. like TV With put musicians. out this I, idea for. Yeah. I, I I mean sorry I didn't mean to interrupt, no, but no, it's no. it's just like like when I say I'm a drummer. It's because I, I play the drums, right? Like, so obviously that's my title. But people are so eager and so ready to be like, I play guitar. I, I Oh, I sing. And I'm like, that's cool, but you don't. Like, not to, like if you, if you have a guitar at home and you strum some songs and you're like, yeah, yeah I really like this. I like John Mayer and this and that. That's awesome. Like, I totally support that. But I've taken playing drums and I've elevated it for me to where I use it as a livelihood. I have to be good at it because it's not my job. Talking about the plumber, I can't go to your house and be like, sometimes I fiddle with pipes, so maybe I'll fix this, and, but pay me, even if I do a bad job. It's like, no, like I have to do warm-ups and hand exercises, and I have to study rhythms. I have to know what a 5-8 time signature is versus a 4-4 time signature. I have to be able to understand and the, the language and exist in this world that people are so ready to like be a part of, even though they but they, they don't just know don't everything know. about they it. They just don't know. And that's yeah. what like I feel like. And the thing that makes it so much harder is that TV makes it seem that way. Yes. Like, even when it comes to dancers, they're like, "Oh, dancers, you don't have to do a lot of stuff. Like you, you guys just dance all day." Yeah, but I have to warm up. I have to mm-hmm. make sure I'm stretched perfectly. I need to make sure that I'm in good condition. I'm eating Absolutely. healthy. I need to work out when I'm outside of class while still writing papers. I need to learn artists. Like, there's more things to just 
oh, I'm dancing. I'm wearing the philosophy. Oh, well, the words are grandete versus, you know, time yes. step. Like, what are we talking? And are we doing, you know, yes, the I robot? Like, like, which one are we like, you that for And to say, throw those things out there. Yeah. What kind of robot See, is and that? that's actually wrong. <laughs> There's an actual robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a dancer, too. I'm a dancer, too. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, TV, like... Of course you are. I'm John Mayer. And what, like, baffles me the most is TV is a type of art with filming and everything, but they lower the idea of other arts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, why can't you just show the true, like the true eye of art and how much it is a struggle and how much hard work people actually put into it than just saying, oh yeah, I'm a dancer. Well, I think because TV's a business. Like they, yeah. they have to simplify it to, well, what can we sell? Mm -hmm. But with like streaming stuff now, there's a lot more outlets to where you can make things more artistic, more real life, more genuine. Versus before, they're like, let's dumb this down, and then this will sell it, and well, Coke will sponsor uh, us. And, and the other thing is, like, everyone is so ready to write, like, talking about sensitivity versus, like, you just need to toughen up a little bit. Everyone is so ready to write a letter into, you know, TV networks and be like, you know what? I play guitar, and just because I'm not the next John Mayer doesn't mean that me playing guitar doesn't matter. And so I don't like that you're not including people who are like worse at guitar on this show, and their opinion is valid. And I'm not saying it should or it shouldn't be, but it is. But and so when we want shows about dancers who are like real, like you know what, I hate, like sorry, but I hate that people think Justin Bieber is a good drummer. Because he got on stage one time, and he's like, boom, boom, gotcha, 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 go, 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 And I have friends who are exponentially better than me at drums, but I know that I'm exponentially better than him. And my friends and I are broke and poor. And like, Pete, like girls have come up to you, and they're like, oh, you play drums? Have you heard Justin Bieber play drums? And I'm like, yeah, he's not really that good. And they're like, are you kidding me? Have you heard him? And I'm like, yeah. And, and I'm, not, I'm not calling them, like, dumb or anything. It's just they have a lack of understanding, mm -hmm. right? So when you're saying TV points that out, I'm like, you know why? Because everyone wants to be validated. Everyone wants to say, Justin Bieber's so good. And when I go, he's not. He's trash. They're not going to go, oh, okay, I didn't know that. They're, they're going to be like, uh, no, you're trash. You know, like, you're jealous or whatever. And, like, that's, that's very I frustrating. Feel like people can't tell the difference between the actual art of the thing and then it as a hobby. Yes. And that's like the major thing. And I feel like TV makes that's the career seem just, like a hobby. That's why people just sort of mow it over when you say you're a dancer because they don't know to what capacity. Yeah. You know how many times I say I'm a comedian and people, they don't take me seriously and then they'll walk into a, a, a venue and I'm hosting the show and opening it and they're like, oh my God, you... Oh, well, you're like a real. Oh, you're like oh, real, and I'm real. like. People have done yeah, that to me. Right. Oh, so you're like a like a musician, music. You play, play. Right, the drums, and I'm you know? like. I play the drums, yeah. Yeah, yes. so it's not for you to help anyone else get more aware and be authentic. That has to come to everyone on their own time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the more authentic you are about how much you are, what you say you are, and what you're doing with it, then they won't have to second guess you or give you that weird scuff off you know and that's just me being someone that's been in the performance fields singing in bands mesa jar the nile like back in the 90s here in phoenix and helping start first friday like 23 26 years ago getting being part of the artist parade like all the things that now the monster of it that i see mm -hmm. yeah there's all that 
doubt. Yeah, sure, there's all these assholes and people who can't even judge a real drummer and think, you know, there's good singers out there making zillions of dollars. I'm like, you can't even sing. That's not a good singer. But you Uh bought the package, so buy the package. But what I do see is what has worked under the stream and what's worked in the streets and in the gutters and out here in the plain fucking fields of real life. And that's where I've been putting my energy and it is inspiring youthful people. It is motivating people. It is keeping the stream of like actual art and real artists like going. That's true. I see it. I feel it. I think what just really bothers me just because that whole idea then affects the education of it. Yeah. As uh-huh. well. Yeah. Because like I always say Herberger Institute is the most underfunded school it within is. ASU. And you could tell if you go into the dorms. Oh yeah. You lived in the dorms. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sure you remember the public bathrooms oh, and everything. Yeah. How oh, yeah. I actually couldn't afford I had to live with my mom and drove there but all my dance friends lived in dorms and I spent the night with them so I was it, in the dorms. It was, but it was just, someone else's room. So I just I don't know I feel like somehow it needs to be somehow shown through that way because like even with me when I first went to ASU I went to this like all black kind of like program to introduce you to a lot of African Americans within um was the it blackpeoplemeet.com it was that cold, but, but <laughs> we went way uh, over, didn't we? Are we went what? Are we way over? Are you trying to end us? Well, no. I only had the room till twelve. Oh, we got no, go. That's only if someone reserved it. Oh, uh, yeah. I see. I got to pick up my kids yeah. in eighteen minutes, so I'm oh, leaving perfect. in three minutes. That's so fine. go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. Um, so I went to a program named Sankova and they were asking what matrix I was, and I was like, oh, I'm a dance education, and like no one said anything. They didn't really seem like. Oh, you have a dance education, you know, like yeah. how everyone else receptive, is like, yeah, like receptive. Oh, and there's communications. Like, That's so interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like technology. Now when they yeah. like see me and everything, and they see me dancing and everything, like literally, I just got invited and got a performance without even asking for one out of the blue. So I'm like, oh, now you guys are known and seeing that, like, oh, you're a dancer, kind of thing. It's like, why all of a sudden now you want to accept the fact? Instead of accepting it once I first told you. Because then that just puts again, me into a bad Everyone's taste. stuck at the spot called proof. Everyone, yeah. so many yeah. men and women, My they're all stuck at so heavy and exhausting. Yeah. And so, like, wicked way to live. You're talking about strangers not validating your passion and your art. And, like, I, I totally get that. I don't really care about strangers, though. But, like, I have close friends who have, who, I mean, at this point they have, but. For years, I'm like, hey, I got a show coming up. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm doing this. And, this. and then by whatever happenstance, they, they finally do come. Four or five years later. So literally, after invited, literally. After you've invited them 700 times, and then they come. And they're like. Sorry. Did that didn't know you could play like this. And I was like. They're like, oh, my God, you're so good. And, and I'm like. They asked you to do stuff for them and everything. <laughs> And, and, and it's because they think, like, I mean, I knew you played drums. I just didn't know you, like, played music, right? I didn't know you were a real. <laughs> no, I'm just drumming. And, and, like, the other areas that it gets invalidated is, like, you know how many times people have said to me, like, hey, so um, I want to hire your band for this party, wedding, retirement, whatever. And it, right when they say it in my head, I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. Because when I say a price, you're gonna lose your mind. And so they're like, uh, you know, we want you to play. Um, I mean, it's just for like a few hours, and uh, you guys can eat while you're there. And I'm like, we can eat? And, and you can have a couple drinks, and we can 
<laughs> and then they're like, so what do you think that would like cost? And I'm like, well, for four hours of performance, which is an hour beforehand to set up and an hour afterhand to tear so down. So it's really six hours. So it's about six hours, right? Um, the, the band that I play with will charge you $2,000. I was just about to say that. And their mind grand. is like, what? I thought, and I'm like, it's a business. I don't know. Like, yeah, what? Like, like again, that, I, always use the, I always use the plumber just because plumbers make a lot of money. Would you call a plumber and say, my, my sink is broken, my toilet's broken, my shower's broken. If you come over, I've got some beer in the fridge, <laughs> and I can go pick up a pizza if you fix it all. And yeah, like, that's no, the difference. Yeah. I make $30 an hour. You know, like, yeah. so it's, it's called skills. You want some skills? But it's it's, it's marketable you skills. You need down some bills. It's like skills We accept as skills. Drumming's not a skill in the real world. Plumbing is. Woodworking is. I wouldn't say drumming's well, drumming not a skill no, no, in the no, no. real world. Because that brings culture. I know it is. <laughs> yeah, drumming's totally a skill it's in the real skill, world. It's a skill in the real world because it brings society. culture. It's devalued by um, people's perception of them thinking it's some easy, fun party. It's not Because in their mind, yeah. Yeah. it's not work because to them all they see it or hear is the music coming from it. They, they see the they, they haven't even sat down and done this for three minutes. I mean, do that and stay on a beat and make a... Most people be like, ah, I'm out. Thanks. Nope. Thank you. Can't mm-hmm. do it. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, is... is, is People think really standing with the microphone and standing and there telling jokes. and telling jokes, and you want to get compensation for it. And I'm all well. First yeah. of all, I don't just stand; I move around. Second of all, <laughs> so, so I might and I might do the splits. That's twelve fifty. And I might drop the ham hocks. Yeah, ham hocks are coming out. And Boom. there's this thing called entertainment. And then there's the prep of getting there, being smart, being beautiful, paying attention, and then literally putting making yourself completely a vulnerable blanket to stand in front of public. Like you can get booed. Yeah. You could, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can be shot that. in the head. Yeah. I can be. I've been almost punched by a guy who got really offended once, and I was five months pregnant. And I remember I was like, "You better back up, honey. Get you better back. Come on, not the one. I'm not the one. I'm like, I will fight you like a man, motherfucker. Because I will like smash your head into a corner of the first sharpest thing I see around. There's no messing around with my fighting. Like I'm not here to scrap and go rounds and rounds. I, <laughs> yeah, I just said, I'm here for that one blow. Yeah, I'm I got one blow. Come on, finish him. Yes, and then I scream forgiveness. But it's like, don't come at me. I gave you enough room to get it together. Yeah. So. Anyway, I think he felt that finally, but it's it's it is it's risky and it's also um, humiliating. Mm-hmm. It's empowering, it's enlightening, and the whole thing is risky. And it does take skill because you would not ask me to come stand and hold a microphone if I was just anybody. Like people, people don't realize you can like, be bad at it. It, it really is. Yeah. It, it is very true. You can be amazing at it. And then you, you can know? have an off moment, but no. at the same time, it's like you really do build your skill mm-hmm. and rhythm, and it's a skill, even though to most people it's like just this enjoying hobby. But how much pressure would you get if I said, okay, tonight you're on at 7 p.m., there's going to be 300 people there, get up there, I want you to do 12 minutes, talk and make them laugh. See you then. Oh, I already get anxiety even right. if I know it before because I'm like, yeah. I'm doing all this work. Because when I make, when you make art, you're being vulnerable about making the art. You're not just saying, oh, I'm just putting this together. Right. Okay, now right. I'm going to give it. Because you don't only have one perspective on it. You have 
thousands oh. of perspectives yeah. on it. So you could get that one person to say, that was complete shit. I saw better oh, things yeah. ever. And then you could get that one person, you changed my life kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it has this win and loses, but people mm-hmm. don't understand, like, art isn't something that we could just make up in one night. It takes... Wow! It's made it, from Disneyland magic. No, no, oh, no. Disneyland. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, bye. I gotta go. I love you, people. says half of my career has been in an office and you say half of my career has been in an office we're the same it's like you've been on this earth half as long as she has oh, sure I, we're allowed can you just kind of keep it lower because these people are studying oh yeah I understand yeah. that you're, you're trying it's okay. cool to have a conversation with you okay thank sorry you, thank you um, it's their bad for trying to get smarter it's all I'm saying don't try just I do it you didn't even let the door close <laughs>